I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explain why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? My man is here wearing suspenders and belts. Yep. Yeah. Just doing everything he can to just be as annoying as possible, as always. It was the greatest moment in the world, because I walk into Rob's room. Uh, once I walk into Rob's room, and Rob goes, why are you wearing a belt and suspenders? Oh, because you want me to comment on it, and I'm falling for it. Like, literally in one sentence. Yeah. Just, just, just fell for it and then realized he fell for it i mean i knew that i was falling for it as i was saying it i just couldn't help myself exactly that's the thing i hate you but i hate me even more i'm gonna get yeah. you suspenders for christmas you why is the only thing that you can think to get me as a gift as is something that i'm not going to wear you keep buying yourself yourself items of clothes and being like this is for you when, when did i say that when you bought me a Hormel chili hat, <laughs> when would I ever wear a Hormel chili hat, Matt? I don't know. And then I asked you why you bought it, and you said, because I like it. Yeah. You you just admitted that, yes, I bought myself a present and told you it was for you so I would look selfless. You know, you know what's so funny, though? I have not worn it yet, because every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, that's Rob's hat. <laughs> just been at my parents house and i've just been like right right i be like ah like you know right because i like to wear a hat to go out right and i was like ah, i need to grab a hat and then i look at that and i'm like nah that's rob's hat i'm gonna give that to him and every week every week i think i'm gonna give that I, to him there's just there's there's no reason to think that i would want that like i do, i don't I, I don't know that i've ever eaten hormel chili I don't, really i don't really eat a lot of chili i enjoy chili but hormel chili is like the the hot dogs of chili yeah, you know. Yeah, it's... in that it's good. <laughs> Hot dogs, a cheap meat. I, I I I don't wear those like ironic eBay hats that you buy for yourself. It's just like, what's the stupidest thing I could wear? I'm gonna. What's wrong with the? Okay, okay. I don't even wear hats. When was the last time you saw me wear a hat? You had a profile picture up for a while of you wearing a hat. Yeah, because it was like the one time that I wore a hat. Shouldn't have worn a hat that time. It, yeah. it, it, it has forever put in my mind, Rob is a man who appreciates a hat. It was literally the one day that I happened to be wearing a hat of, of someone took a nice picture of me. And you made it your profile and then forever I haven't even went. had a profile picture in years. Yeah, but I know that I'm picture. Not on social media. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know why. That's the picture I have of you in my head. And you like hats. When was the last time you saw me wear a hat? Uh, in three days when I give you this hat? You're it's going not... to give it to me in three... I've repeatedly declined this hat. No, I've never, I've never remembered to give it to you. So you haven't declined it. I've multiple times told you I don't want this hat. This is not a hat for me. This is something you bought yourself. It's your hat. I don't want it. Well, what are you going to do with it then? Probably throw it out. 
Why? Why would you throw it away? Ridiculous. It's just, it's one hat. You never, you're never going to need a hat in your life. What if you go in the woods? I own hats. I don't wear the hats. Yeah, but what if you go in the woods? I'll wear one of the hats that I have that I like. Well, what if, what's what, what is it about the woods that makes you need a hat? Because it tips. <sighs> you, you have that luscious, you have, the, you have those luscious locks. And I don't want you getting Lyme's disease and then being tired for the rest of your so life. Do you, you don't usually get ticks on your head. What's it called? I've why? Had, why? I've had ticks. Have you? Yes. Oh, you're very bad at the woods. I've never had a tick. When is the last time you've been in the woods? I'm in the woods all the time. I was in the woods today. I woke up and immediately went to the woods. They call me. I'm a man of the woods. I'm a woods Okay. Man. Well, hello and welcome to You're Gonna Hate It. <laughs> you're getting that hat. I don't want it. Please don't give it to me. Let's go. Well, then can I have it? Yes, that's always what this was. Again, you bought yourself a hat. All right, folks. Everyone has heard it recorded. I offered Rob a hat. Very nicely bought him a hat. He spurned my gift. So I guess it's my hat now. This I, I, I would say, you know, I appreciate the thought, but you weren't thinking of me. I was absolutely thinking of you. Rob, your phone went off. What was, what was your thought process for this is a gift for Rob? I don't know. You look like a man who likes chili. That was literally it. I was like, I was like oh, cool, a chili hat. That would be a Hormel chili. It's, it, it, it's, it's Hormel chili ski patrol, which, first off. I've been skiing once. Yeah, but the idea of a ski patrol being sponsored by Hormel Chili, come is on. Is the kind of joke that you love. I love it so much. Yes. And I was like, and I was like, Rob would probably find this, right, right, right. I was like, Rob would probably find this funny. Oh my God, it's going to be his birthday. And then you do that thing where occasionally I buy him a birthday present and he feels bad for a day because he never bought me one. And then I forget about it and we move on. Okay, you've never bought me a birthday I present? Bought you, I have bought you a birthday present. You have twice bought me things that were <laughs> funny to you. Still you have sent me still a present. You have sent me a birthday prank. What? When was the birthday prank? When was it? Yeah, it was on my birthday. Well, what's it called? Yeah, and I made sure that I that I that that you got two day shipping, so it'd be there by your birthday. Yeah, again, we're not disputing the the birthday part of it. We're disputing the present part of it. What, how is it not a present? Did you buy it? No, it was given to you. It was presented to you. Yeah, that's I mean, what present comes from. In the same way, in that, the like, present, it was presented to you. In the way that sometimes my dog will leave a rat. You on don't the have stoop. a dog. Oh, I mean, my parents' dog. It was, yeah, you know, taking credit for dogs that aren't yours. I don't live there anymore. It was my dog when I lived there. <laughs> Still spiritually think of it as my dog. When it was I... my dog for years. When I see it, it's like, oh, there's my dog. It's not exclusively mine. I don't know why you even respond to me. I don't. I don't know why I do this. It makes me very upset. <laughs> well, the best part was when I sent Rob the book. It was a book on phrenology, We've by the way. We've talked about it before, but... Uh, sorry, I need to repeat it. The best joke that I've ever told was that I sent it to Big Rob. That's not the best joke. That's not even a joke. What's the best joke I've I ever mean, told? That might, okay, I'm, that might be the best joke you've ever told, but... Just by default, but it's not it's not a joke, so it doesn't even no. I was laughing so hard when I that said that. It doesn't mean it's funny. <laughs> what are you talking about? What is a joke? Alright, so hello and welcome <laughs> to You're Gonna Hate It. My name is Rob, his name is Matt. <laughs> Every week we talk But they about... call him Mr. Hat. Every week we talk about movies. Um, <laughs> Mr. Hat. It's not funny. What well, it's pretty funny. It's not. Why? Alright. Comedy subjective.
you have in like five minutes drank an entire like large Prego mason jar full of water. You're we talked for like four hours on each all of these because we just we and like twenty of them are about the movie. The rest are about hats and just whatever fucking bullshit is spilling out of your head. Do you and, like my hat I'm wearing today? No. Why? Because it sucks. Why does it suck? It's ugly. I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? I don't like it. You asked me what I thought. I don't like it. Congratu- okay. You know what? You wear it to upset people. Congratulations, I, you won. I don't wear it to upset anyone. I'm, I'm, I have a certain amount of pride in our home state. One. Two. Two. Thank you for your opinion. I appreciate it. Okay. I apologize for. I apologize for immediately giving you shit when I asked you for it. I won't apologize for being well hydrated. Just saying, you're going to need to pee in 45 minutes. I walked in here with a cup of Mountain Dew and Rob shamed me into putting it into the refrigerator. Yeah, it's, because so I said, you know, have you forgotten like the carbonated beverages rule? He said, no, it's going to be fine. You said that as you were burping. What I said, no, no, what I said was, was that thing's been open for like a week or two. It's barely even carbonated. Watch. And I took a sip and then I said, see, it's fine. And as I said, see, it's fine. I burped. Okay. That is what happened. Well, don't lie to the people. That is our intro. So I'm Rob. He's Matt. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god. We are going to talk today about movies. Yes, that's correct. But not just any movies. Stop interrupting me. Am I interrupting you? Yes. I do apologize. Sorry has to mean something. I do apologize. I you do it all the time, then do the exact same thing two I'm seconds so, later. What's it called? No, you're, you're, you're colored by the fact that I looked at you and smiled because I'm excited to talk about these movies. Okay. Well, so anyway, as we discussed on our last episode, this month we're going to be doing, doing a thing where we, looking back at like mainstream franchise blockbuster filmmaking mm-hmm. over the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. And so each week we're going to be doing one movie that, 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 that hit and worked and made a bunch of money, and one that didn't, one that mm-hmm. kind of flopped. Yep. Um, which, was... one, which one hit? In this current pairing? Yeah. I think we're going to go with the movie we're talking about first, which is, I believe, still the most financial... No, it's now the second most financially successful movie. Oh, yeah. Avengers movies literally should not count. All right, we'll, 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 we'll be talking more about that later. Oh, okay. But... We'll save that, save that for another day. But today, first up, we are talking, you know, the fir- we're, this first week we're doing two movies from the late 2000s mm-hmm. that sort of, you know, mm-hmm. were big milestones in terms of, like, CGI filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one from 2009 is James Cameron's Avatar. Roll the trailer. concept is to drive these remotely controlled bodies called avatars. They're grown from human DNA mixed with DNA of the natives. Marine in an avatar body. That's a potent mix. You get me what I need, I'll see to it you get your legs, babe. Your real legs. Hell yeah, sir. Looks like you. This is your avatar. Just relax and let your mind go blank. It shouldn't be hard for you. I want you to gain their trust. 
is your fault. I need your help. It's <laughs> my favorite part when we just say roll the trailer and we both just we just both just have to kind of look at each other. Yeah, and exactly. Pause for a yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we're like, because we're like. I mean, I don't. I know why I do it because I'm like, how long do we have to pause for? But right. you know, actually, how this works. But we mm. still just both do it. But we look. But I just, I really appreciate the moment where you can't quite help admitting that you're confused. <laughs> you look at me and you're like, you just, you can't hide that you're at sea. Can I talk? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? You oh, you man. want to talk, but you kind of know you can't. Yeah. How much time do you need? And then you're just. It's like if you don't talk for literally three seconds, you might die. You're like, please, please, will you take me off this leash? It burns. <laughs> please. Oh, my God. Please tell me. Come on. It burns my skin. Every every time we do that, it's the scene from Fight Club with the chemical burn. <laughs> every single time. You're Tyler Durden, shockingly. Yeah, that's... I don't. I don't know. We're not. We don't need to. I don't know that one map easily. What? But we do, we don't need to get into that. We need to get into Avatar. Okay, we'll get into that one later. Uh, Avatar. <laughs> what's it called? Avatar. Uh, uh, directed by James Cameron, who prefers to be called Jim, but everyone calls him James. Let's well, you know, that's his legal name. Yeah, but he wants, yeah. he wants to come legit when he's got his name on paper. You know what I think he wants? I just think he wants to be one of those guys that people are just like, uh, excuse me, um, Mr. Cameron. Oh, please call me Jim. He wants to be that. He wants that. I, I don't think that I have any of the things that I have heard about James Cameron personally indicate that he wants to be friendly. What? What, what are you talking about? He's well known, nice. to be, well known to be a psychopath. What's it called? Yeah, but a cool, but also easily one of the coolest men in a lot. Uh, in a That is alive. In and alive. Okay. In and alive. Yes. In and alive. Uh, I think I think as <laughs> we're going to be getting into this, but I think this is a man who is very good at his job, but but also like deep into some just boomer nonsense. So cool, <laughs> cool might be I don't know. Cool, cool is a tough bridge to cross. What's so. about? Well, as a fellow seaman, let me tell you something. I respect him. Yes. So so just to to give a little a little context, which I don't know that we really need to give because you know this is again one of the the most famous movies significant movies yeah. of the past of this century it's like but crazy also to, has yeah. kind of it's like you you would almost say it's faded from the cultural consciousness except people keep regularly saying hey isn't it weird that the most successful movie of its time has faded from the cultural consciousness so yeah. completely so like there's yeah. still definitely an awareness of it but the awareness is like colored by like no one really like we were all like this is like a weird like a weird fad that we were all just insanely into for like six months and then we're just have been embarrassed by for the last 10 years yes yes exactly yeah um, yeah yeah but it, it almost kind of had like i feel like a cultural resurgence like you said because everyone's just like like i've heard so many people make that point yeah i mean it's almost like people the way people talk about avatars almost the way people talk about like pogs yeah like Remember, remember for like six weeks when we were all super into pogs in like 1997 or oh buddy whenever i'm still that Shut the fuck up. Well, what did I do? Anyway, what I didn't but, say anything. Anyway, so but no, but but no, it's it, it's what's it? Called? I mean, it is. No, I have nothing. I don't know. Why I'm okay, but 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 James, this is a movie where James Cameron literally he he, he just wrote himself the biggest check in. Or hold on, I am 
words are hard right now. But they are. Is there is, a gas leak? <laughs> What's going this, on with us? This is this is a movie where James Cameron had probably the biggest blank check that anyone has ever gotten. I yeah. don't think I don't think the budget has ever been like officially revealed. But we, yeah, but it, like this movie cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make. Like now, how did he? How did he do that? Like, how did he get them? Because from what I understand about this movie is that, like, and I sent you that thing last night. This was, like, for whatever you think about the plot or whatever you think about Jim or whatever you think about any of this stuff, this movie is, like, a, what was, like, a revolution in how, in, 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 like, CGI. Yeah, this was, this was, like, a huge technical innovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something that he's done, like, that's kind of what Cameron is known for. Like, he, you, like... Going all the way back to like Terminator Two, which was one of the first movies to incorporate like CGI. Period. Mm-hmm. Like obviously not to this level, but to have like a CGI character, like the liquid metal Terminator guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that, that was one of the first movies to do that and do that successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then that became, I think, at, that might have been it. If Terminator Two wasn't the highest grossing movie of all time at the time, it was certainly up there. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. one of the most financially successful movies ever. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a movie. It's one of those movies that is just going to like, like fifty years from now, like people are still going to be watching Terminator Two. Like, 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 like I think it's going to have that kind of staying power of like a, uh, of like a, um, of like a like Citizen Kane or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a culturally significant movie. Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, so okay, we agree. Terminator Two, Citizen Kane, same level. I I love Terminator. Right? Very different right? movies, but yep. I love them. no, I would say yeah, okay, good. I'm just glad we agree. Okay, what I don't. Sometimes you want you don't know what upsets me, and you just commit to a thing, and the thing that you're committing to isn't a, itself that annoying because you just you you don't know where the mark is. You're just throwing things at a wall and not totally realizing where the wall actually is. You don't know that I'm doing that. No, I do know what you're doing, but at the same time, your dedication to I'm going to annoy him with this, and I'm not going to stop until I get a reaction. I'm just going to keep hitting this button. Terrible for even, a podcast. Even though I don't realize the button isn't actually connected to anything. Yeah. Like there's no wire. Like you're just hitting a piece of plastic. Hoping I'm Maggie it's... Simpson driving in the exactly. In the yeah. But you keep being like, hey, look at Maggie. Look yeah. at Maggie. Come yeah. on, come on. Isn't Maggie All so I annoying? What is for people to look at me? God. Yeah. No. But, but I... that that dedication to being annoying itself. If if it went if it was just for a moment, it wouldn't be annoying because you just you got it wrong that time. Your refusal to stop. And just keep going, keep poking, being like, hey, come on, come on, look come at on, me. Come on. The podcast cannot move on until I am looked at. That becomes annoying. So congratulations. I did it. Anyway. You managed to derail me for ten minutes. But anyway, so. That was a ten minutes. Anyway. It, I Yeah, it, but it was longer than it should have yeah. taken. Anyway. All right, so again, Terminator 2, hugely successful movie. After that, he, he gets this insane deal from, I, I think it's Fox. Yeah, it was Fox, where it's, they're basically like, we're going to give you $500 million, and you can divide that up between however many movies you want. Um, you can make one $400 million movie and one $100 million movie, whatever. You can do whatever you want with $500 million, which is an insane deal that I don't think has ever been replicated by anyone ever. It's just that's what you get when you make you know Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. I think he blows like a significant portion. Not blows. I think it's it's a really interesting movie. But was it not a financially successful one? He gives a lot of that money to his ex. I think then ex wife, strangely Catherine Bigelow, to make Strange Days, 
um, which is this weird like cyberpunk noir thing, but was I think cost like a hundred million dollars and made like twenty five or something. It was not mm. a successful movie. It's a cool movie, but was did not work. But anyway, he takes another significant chunk of that that money and then makes True Lies, mm. which was um, I think at the time that's the, Arnold and um uh uh uh. uh, uh I want to say Catherine Zeta-Jones, but no. I know it's not Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie, yes, I, know, I, I can't believe I spaced on that, but yes, yeah, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. That's and, the one with the, and Tom Arnold. Yeah, wait, is that the one where it, where he gets in the fucking like the 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 I, goddamn fighter jet, the Vitol Harriet yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Harrier. she does like a strip tease. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Mamma Mia, it's a great movie. <laughs> it's it's a weird movie. Mamma Mia, I enjoy it, but it's it's a weird movie. But I think. Do, you remember, t- do you remember? Oh, sorry. Real quick, you remember what, did you ever hear that when everyone said Jamie Lee Curtis was born a man? Do you remember that? I do remember that being a weird urban like legend. Like an urban for legend? no particular reason. Well, no, the entire reason was because, I mean, because Jamie Lee Curtis was just a beautiful woman, like, mm-hmm. forever and always, right? You know what I mean, right? But everyone was like, yeah, but her name is Jamie. <laughs> like, that was the, she, her name is was that... Jamie and she had short hair. I, I'm sure. If that, that, that was like. It's so funny that, like, that just spread, like, fucking wildfire everywhere. And it's just, Between, like... Between... Uh, not everywhere. Amongst 12-year-olds. Well, yeah, amongst 12-year-olds. But that was just, like, a thing that, like, people were saying. But it's just, like... <laughs> yeah, there's no... She's just yeah. a beautiful woman. Like, what it's, are you talking about? Yeah, I don't... It's a yeah, weird cultural ephemera. Ah, uh, man. But yeah, anyway, cool. True Lies, I think, at the True. time, was the most expensive movie ever made. Yeah. Um, because of the jet. Because of a lot of things. Yeah. Fucking horse running through a hotel room in that movie, but oh, or man, hotel lobby. Is. Yeah, um, but uh, I mean that made a shit ton of money. Also, I think at that time you had to throw like thirty million dollars just Arnold. at Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think they blow up a whole bridge. Um, they did. It's so cool. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty uneven movie, I would say. But yeah, but yeah. it doesn't. It, the pacing's not great in it, and it certainly is like one of those things where it's like, what. It, but and it's it's like it's a remake of like a like a like a a French sex farce mm-hmm. that is like much more like openly like a parody of like Bond movies mm-hmm. and yeah. just the like the translation of that into like an American Hollywood Schwarzenegger movie is like real weird. Well, just also if you think about like the sexual politics of it for like two seconds, it's like this is a strange movie that I like. Some of the rough edges are there, but without any of the real, like, satiric edge, it's just, I don't know. It, I would say, I would say, though, it is the greatest form of, I, I, I would actually disagree. I would say it is the highest form of satire to take a movie like that French movie and and have it be a, a like, $200 million dollar Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, the French original is some, like, masterwork that well, no, cannot of course be not. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't know. That's, I don't think that's really its reputation. Yeah. It's just, I'm saying the translation is weird. It, it comes off as a weird movie. I'm going to say it's a cool movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, that's my uh, just. I only saw it once. I enjoyed it, but it's yeah. a weird movie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. don't they not... shoot a guy on a missile? Yeah, it's also super racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But we're not. We're not here to talk about <laughs> true lies. We're talking about all the racism. Okay. Yeah, it's never mind. Incredibly racist. Yeah. Um, it's just them doing like South Park Arabic, right? Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, we're not here to talk about True Lies. Not here to talk about True Lies. We probably to... could for like an hour easily. Well, but, yeah, we should probably. But we're not. It at we're, not we're not going doing to. that. We're then after that he takes 
again, just an unspecified but huge amount of money to make Titanic. Which... Which is one of those things where, like, he's got, like, he's he's still got, like, this this blank check from Fox, and he keeps asking for more and more money, and they're like, I, I guess, I mean... It's it's our guy. It doesn't seem like this should work, but it's he's he's the guy. Yeah. We're gonna trust him. Yeah, yeah. And which is like the best thing to do if you're like a movie producer is just to be like, listen, here's the truth. I think your movies stink, but whatever. You're the guy. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Just shut the fuck like that. It wasn't even like we think your movies stink. We think your we think your movies are great. We don't understand why anyone would want to see this like period romance about a boat. Yeah. Like yeah. And James Cameron directing a romance that doesn't. Yeah, that's out. yeah. Actually, in retrospect. Like thinking about his like the one the one thing that James Cameron is known for humans having emotions exactly yeah. exactly yeah. yes yes exactly yeah. yeah yeah but obviously like so there's all this like it's like there's almost like before it comes out there's almost this narrative that's like James Cameron has finally like met his match this is finally gonna be his train wreck because he's never had like a movie that didn't work mm-hmm. like go, unless you count like his like Piranha Two which is like his very first movie it's just just like yeah you're a young kid here's your like your basically your work study yeah film. exactly yeah. yeah yeah but like yeah. right after that he makes terminator yeah like yeah it's just right out the gate now did he do did he do did he do the first terminator too? he did yeah yeah um, which is which is actually not bad i i, I prefer the first one honestly. really yeah. over t2 yeah mm. i like the like the because it's like a i like the like, it's nasty, like a horror movie yeah. nasty noir slasher thing like terminator 2 i love but mm. it, like i think part of what we'll talk about with avatar is that like Cameron's like later Cameron specifically like Avatar and Terminator 2 really f- do feel like you know we talked a lot about like smooth movies mm. like he, they are just incredibly smooth like built to appeal to everyone in the world type yeah. movies where yeah. I love them and like Terminator 2 has I, the saving grace of being incredibly violent yes. which you know I'm here for um, um yeah but like Ava- but like there is that just like 90s like brightly lit like populist sheen on it where like even like you know even the terminator is now like a you know like basically his dog yeah exactly um, yeah there's something nice about arnold being the bad guy too yeah you know what i mean yeah menacing central european man yeah he's fucking scary yeah yeah Um, big yeah fuck you asshole yeah yeah. great i love terminator too i don't want to sound like i'm disparaging no 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 no, but but i understand the personal preference yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean right because the thing, like, yeah, because they're both shockingly... Because I actually saw T2 first. I, th- I think most people did. Mm-hmm. Terminator was not, like, a huge hit. It was, yeah. like, something that would, did okay, and it was pretty low budget. So, mm-hmm. like, was a, you know, a modest financial success that did, like, well on video. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he makes, like, he makes Aliens after that. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's more of his, like, stepping up into the real big leagues movie. And then after that, he gets, like, the... I can't. I feel like I am forgetting a movie in the middle there, but Probably. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, Terminator Two is where he just starts to get written blank checks by studios, just like take however much money you want, make whatever you want, like until this, until you fuck this up, you can continue to do whatever. That's a ton yeah. of pressure. Yeah, but he seems to like that. Like he seems to be someone who's like, I want to have the biggest canvas I have. I want to be able to do anything. I want to push technology as far forward as I can. So and like Avatar is the culmination of that and. You get that after, like, Titanic, which, again, everyone is kind of like, I don't see how this could possibly work. It debuts and is, like, you know, it stays at number one for, like, six months or something. It's this insane run that, like, will never be repeated. Why are you smiling like this? James Cameron, he liked pressure so much that he went 
to Challenger Deep in the Marianas Trench. Yeah, so that's that's the that's, so, that's, come on, that's come on. I was thinking that that's what that's why I was smiling. So I, I did. I do actually want to talk about this because in the in the like the. Uh, <laughs> In, a director went, not a scientist. In the in, I mean, he went down there with scientists. Of but course, in, of course. But of in, course. in the interim between Titanic and Avatar, the only things he makes are these two like IMAX documentaries. Yeah. About like Challenger Deep. About like one is about like going down and seeing the wreck of the Titanic. Yeah. And the other one is just about the bottom of the sea, I guess. Yeah. And, but the. the and I I think for a long time people were like, is James Cameron ever gonna make a movie again? Like, yeah. Is he just gonna fuck around at the bottom of the ocean? Yeah. Like, which honestly, I know he's like, there's always this talk about he's working on some big space thing, a lot of CGI. But like, yeah. all everyone heard is, yeah, he, he likes going in submersibles now. What and, a cool thing to do to to just make a bunch of action movies and then for everyone to be like, then then they'd be like, I'm gonna make a romance, and then everyone would be like, you're gonna fuck this up, and then you make the most successful movie of all time. Yeah. Like like besides like you know God. Fucking Gone with the Wind doesn't count anymore, okay? It made, like, $10,000, which was, like, $30 billion back then. Doesn't count, I'm gonna say. Anyway. No, I mean, they base it off actual ticket sales, the way they do that inflation. Oh, there's no home video. All people had to do was go to the goddamn movies. Didn't Everyone in the world saw Gone with the Wind like eight times. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But you you also have to remember there were more movies then. Like, just, they produced a lot more movies. It was insane how successful that movie was. Okay, all right, fine, all right. Clark Gable gets to to be, all right, yeah, well, because everyone loves the Confederacy. That's why everyone loves that movie. I'm not saying it's a good thing. (laughs) I hate it so much. But one thing I did want to highlight, I have never seen either of... uh, either of his like under the sea movies but the first one which i think is called ghosts of the abyss which is the one about him like going down and looking at the wreckage of the titanic with with scientists and also bill paxton for some reason just because he likes bill paxton but his buddies yeah like the, I, i've like read a decent amount about it just because it's so weird that's what he did and like mm-hmm. apparently like you know it's like it's like a 45 minute like you know thing you would pay to see when you go to like the air and space museum yeah. or whatever you know yeah um, yeah but uh like, you know, so it's, like, the the rap is, like, it's, like, first, like, it's really cool at first, because you, you get to see all this, like, incredible footage of the wreck of the Titanic, and then it just kind of keeps going on, because it's kind of hard to, like, draw drama out of, like, we're just looking at this thing. Yeah. And so they sort of have to find, like, some kind of climax to it. And so what they ultimately go with is they've got, like, they've got, they're going down in these, like, submersibles, but they've also got these little drone guys that like have cameras on them that are just you know like little robots with cameras that they use to like go around in the actual wreck and like get like footage from inside and they're smaller and can go you know they could get into places the other the other bigger submersibles can't anyway so at one point one of the one of the drones gets stuck somewhere in the titanic and that's like the climax of their movie like can we rescue this drone from from inside the the wreck and they do rescue the drone and one of the scientists or i don't know if it's one of the scientists or bill paxton anyway someone utters the line man i'm never gonna forget this day september 11th 2001 and then the the end of the movie is them going up like coming back up from out of the ocean, going up onto the onto the like the boat and finding out about nine eleven. No, it's not, Rob. Shut the fuck up. No, it's not. That's not real. You're kidding me. Are you kidding me? What? We have 
to watch this movie. I know. I tried to find this clip on YouTube just because, like, this can't possibly be real. <laughs> this can't be real. I couldn't find it, but that is that is what I have read as the climax of Ghosts of the Abyss. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god. They had to, like, delay the film for several years just because like, we can't have, like, we can't release on, like, January yeah. 1st, 2002 this movie when we find out about 9-11. We kind of we have to, like, take the sting out of this a little oh. bit. So we're going to put this on the shelf yeah, for a couple of years. Good, yeah, probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. Oh, man. But I, I do love that they're like, no, we have to include the 9 <laughs> <laughs> you know, Just cut that out. Yeah. Just absolutely cut that out. Yeah. But I, God bless him for doing that. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, and then he goes down to Challenger Deep and just, have you seen, I actually have seen part of that one. I haven't seen either of them. He goes all the way down and, and they're just like, all right, this shit's going to, right? And they're just like, isn't it crazy that a movie director's doing this? Yeah, pretty much, but he has yeah. the money. So what's it called? So they go down and then they do it. And then he's just like, man, there's stuff down here. That's crazy. I'm going to collect some. I'm going to collect. It's just him collecting samples. This stuff breaks uh, uh, little by little on his goddamn little thing. Because it's like, yeah, you're at the bottom of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of pressure. And then eventually he just goes. He's in. The, it's so cool. He's in this thing where, like, he just eventually when and he needs to, he just hits a button. And then it just lets go of all the weight. It just goes. And he just rides that bad boy up. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Well, basically, what I'm saying is, is that I want to be James Cameron. But look, we should probably start talking about Avatar. Probably, we? yeah. So again, this is <clears throat> this is a movie where he can. He's basically given a, a again just a blank check to do whatever the fuck he wants. I, I can't get over that. That's just what you need to do. Just, just, just you get a director. I see. I don't know that that's what you need to do. No. Well, I think that okay. I think there are people who thrive under those circumstances, and I think that there are people who don't that they need they need restriction i think that's something that we do want to talk about at some point but first uh, just to do a little bit more setup so like again his whole thing is i want to make it like because with with each of his movies he's been like i want to push like filmmaking technology a little bit further yeah like that's the thing that's going to keep this from just because i think that the danger of having no restrictions is you just kind of what you end up producing is just this kind of formless blob a lot yeah. of the time where you kind of need something to push against. You need yeah. something to keep you focused. You know, I know that I have like, I remember hearing an interview with like M night Shyamalan where he like, after he had like gone from being like exciting new director to M light Shyamalan to like yeah. punchline M night Shyamalan where he was like, yeah, at a certain point, like I got so successful that like, I just, I, I stopped being willing to take risks yeah. because they're handing me so much money that I got like kind of weirdly scared when I was making my movies or not. And like simultaneously, like there was nothing invested. Like I had nothing at stake, so I didn't care. Yeah. But I also was like too unwilling to take risks because mm-hmm. there was so much in, like invested in the movie. So yeah. weirdly I ended up making all of these in retrospect, really terrible decisions. Mm-hmm. And I needed to, like, get scared again when I was making movies. Like, I needed to, for it to, like, feel like a risk again so that I was, like, focused and, yeah. like, cared about what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, if you, like, watch... That actually puts a lot of his movies into context, actually. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see The Village? No. I, I saw The Village in the theater and yeah. openly went, come the fuck on. I think that's how America reacted. I know, it was. It was such bullshit. Yeah. Especially because he's the fucking... God damn it. 
I'm just getting mad at that movie all over again. <laughs> I'm getting so mad at that movie all yeah. over again. Because he's the one. He's the one that... The, I don't. Do you, do you know the twist? Yeah. I think everyone knows the twist, right? Yeah. The twist of the village is that... Is that is that it's modern times? And yeah. He's the fucking one that this guy. He's the he's the way that you find out it's modern times. Yes. He's the, the goddamn ranger. That yes. Like, that's oh, that's the the one other like he cannot help from himself from putting himself in very important roles in his movies. There is one person who I think puts themselves in their movies well, and it is Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Quentin Tarantino. No, fuck. I, 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 I respect Quentin Tarantino because he is enough. He is enough self-loathing that he often has himself killed off in his movies. That's true. Yeah, that is always enjoyable. Yeah. But I also just don't think he's a very good actor. Like he's, oh, no. he's, he's like, he's kind of like Shyamalan, where it's like, yeah, I could almost see it, but like you're not, you're not like everyone around you is so much better. Like if this is yeah. a worse movie, you might like pass, but like every you cast well, so every actor around you is acting circles around you, and yet you still. You like, know what his best acting is? What's that? The uh, dead, you know what storage. <laughs> I would say that is probably his best. No, acting. I think that's his most annoying. That is him at his. Oh most yeah, no, 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 no. I agree. It is annoying. I would also <laughs> say I think it is the best he's ever done acting wise because the rest of the time he's just kind of like, well, I'm a shithead, and then he gets shot in the head, and that's pretty cool. Anyway, sorry. so sorry. I, I think the way that. Cameron keeps himself focused as being like I need I need to do something new each time. I need to yeah. like push movies farther than they have ever been pushed. <laughs> I need to advance technology. Yeah. What an insane I man. need to like almost like be... I need to go to Mariana's trench. Yeah. Asshole. God he's great. And so like this like his idea of like making a movie where it is almost all CGI, like this is basically an animated movie. Like in the you sent me this little like making of featurette. Yeah. Where they like they keep talking about how this isn't an animated movie. Mm-hmm. And like I get what they were going for, and specifically that it's like it's a mocap movie where you like, yeah, like you have actual actors acting, and then they're just their performance are yeah. are then like there's like a CGI graft on top of them. Yeah, yeah, but like, but like done in like a very specific way that that yeah. it hasn't been done before. But it is also something that people had been like trying to do for a while, both yeah. in terms of like creating like whole CGI environments and like just including like actors within them. Mm-hmm. Like you get like. I the first one I can think of is like Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Yeah, which which, which did you see that? I saw it at the time and remember yeah. actually kind of liking it. Yeah, but me like too. in retrospect, but like is also, I, I it was certainly a flop at the time and like I it like it definitely doesn't look like real. Like, in Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, does am I wrong? Does he just drink milk with magnesia constantly? That's like part of it, isn't it? That is, it's entirely possible. I don't remember that part. I'm just, that's such a, that's like, I'm, I'm having this flashback to that and asking my parents, what is Milk of Magnesia, <laughs> right? And then being like, it's a whole thing. And then now realizing Milk of Magnesia, do things. If you don't know what it is, do you know what it is? Uh, I've definitely heard it before, but I can't remember. It is a laxative. There you go. Insane yeah. that he's drinking it. It's, it is a laxative with alcohol in it. All right, let's party. So it's just, it's just. <laughs> being a sky captain, yeah. just shitting and drunk. That's so cool. There might, there might be earlier examples, but that's that's the the first one that I can think of off the top of my head. There's but, Speed Racer, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then this, and then there's also like not only like we want to create entire CGI environments and like integrate people into them, like actual actors. We also want to create fully digital characters. And yeah. Have them, like be realistic enough that they look like they they one that they 
like seem to genuinely exist within the environment because mm-hmm. like the uncanny the, valley there's also those that's the second part which is we want them to look human yeah. and have like facial expressions that you can recognize we want people to be able to act in cgi basically mm-hmm. but the other like so that had always been a problem like faces had always looked kind of funky mm-hmm. which is why most cgi characters prior to this had been you know kind of inhuman like you have like the liquid metal guy in terminator 2 because it's like that's what we can do we can create like a shiny blob yeah yeah and if you're looking for like a shiny blob that's a great looking shiny blob but it's like we know we can't make a realistic like face yes we can't create skin yeah 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 and 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 the and the uncanny valley is one of the most interesting things in the world to me because the whole idea is that like that like the the more you try to make something inhuman look human, mm-hmm. the 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 reaction from humans isn't like that doesn't look human. It's like revulsion. Yeah. It's like it's like almost like fear. It's yeah. like it's like that's fucked up. Don't yeah. show me that. Yeah. Don't talk about the bastard. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, but, there but, there are yeah. a few scarier movies than The Polar Express. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, absolutely fucking dead eyed. Just yeah. Just just looking like some sort of demon. But, so, yeah. so there's that, and then the other problem that you have, even when they, they create a character that, like, okay, we're not even going to try and make something that looks human, because we know we can't do that. The other problem that people, that they've had historically is, like, we can't, like, they don't really, like, the characters that we create, like, don't really seem like they fit in the environment. Like, if you yeah. look at, like, Jar Jar Binks, yeah. like, Jar Jar Binks looks like a, like, a sticker that was pasted on top of the, the environment. Yeah. Like, it's, like, you can tell, like... There's no uncanny valley thing because he's some weird racist fish guy yeah, or exactly. whatever he is. But a gungan. Yes. I, oh, buddy, you think I don't know what a gungan is? <laughs> well, yeah. that's, I would shock. Yeah. Yeah. And I shock. Yeah. Yeah. But, I had an entire <clears throat> book about the different types of droids. Oh, I had so many Star Wars books. But God, what's this is this is the connecting thread of us. Yeah. But but like it whenever like someone turns to like look at Jar Jar Binks, you can kind of tell they're just. Yeah. Like, Ewan McGregor is talking to nothing. Yeah. And, like, there's just this weird thing that's been, like, pasted over the thing that doesn't yeah. look like it actually exists in the environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can tell he's talking to a man in, like, a green bodysuit uh, who who shared that heart-wrenching thing where he was like, yeah, I got so sad about George R. Binks I almost killed myself. Did you ever read that? Yeah, Ahmed Best. Yeah. Who had, like, prior, this was, that was, like, his first movie. Prior, they had, like, hired him off of his performance in, like, Stomp. But, yeah. Like, Broadway step show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was just like, he was just like an actual just like he's just like an artist. Do you know who really, really wanted to play Jar Jar Banks and was like I I can't remember you why told it didn't me this happen. before, but I can't remember. Michael Jackson. That's so cool. <laughs> he was like he was desperate to play Jar Jar Banks. Why wouldn't they let him? I can't remember why. There was some it was either a contract thing or like he just he just like got in touch with them too late or something. Or it was like an insurance thing or something. I, like yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah, they're but, like you're the God. Or he had like a really weird take on the character, like you can't do that. You, yeah, you absolute. Well, what you think Michael Jackson had a weird take on something? <laughs> yeah, no, it's hard to believe. the most regular guy in the world. Yeah, but anyway, so so the like the thing that he's trying to do with this movie is we want to have like again like people. I'm sorry. Do you remember when he got when he got acquitted for like touching kids and then danced on top of a car outside of the courthouse? Yeah, he's a regular guy. What a just. The weirdest reaction. I think if you ju- you just go quietly home, yeah, don't dance. What yeah. you're dancing? Yeah, uh, normal dude. Yeah, normal dude. But anyway, so <clears throat> I think that with all that being said, in terms of like this is what this movie is trying to do. I think I 
So I, I, I think I'm going to talk a lot about my my problems with this movie. Before mm. I, we get into that, I want to say I do actually mm. I did actually enjoy this movie. Uh, like initially, or like the rewatch, or like even the rewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it is a well made movie in a lot of ways. I I love this movie. Yeah, I we'll, really love this. We'll movie. get into we'll get into more of that in yeah. a second, but I do because I do I just wanted to put that out there before I start getting into like this almost feels like a product demo video, like just the movie, the movie. Yeah, I mean it kind of is. Yeah, yeah, like. It's almost like looking at this is almost like you know when you go into like Best Buy and all of the TVs are tuned to just like channels that are showing like here's a coral reef yeah or like exactly New York at night or something yeah it's like just like just to show off the colors yeah exactly like this movie kind of feels like a three hour version of that yeah, um, yeah. Where it's just like or it's just showing off the technology itself like yeah even like. And, and, and it looks great, but, like, even, like, the sci-fi or environments aren't, like, they're not, like, that imaginative. Like, even... Yeah, it's floating mountains, like, crazy colored but even, stuff. Yeah. Even, like, when you get into, like, the, like, the, uh, the creatures of Pandora, it's, like, it's just, that's a space horse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a space jaguar. Yeah. That's, like, a monkey hyena yeah like, yeah like, like the most creative they get is like what if it's a monkey but it's also a fish is that yeah, yeah just yeah. what if we smush them together yeah what if it's a uh what if it's a uh what if it's like a uh a, a, a like a hammerhead shark yeah plus like a rhinoceros but, so, but like the the yeah. guiding ethos is more not like what's the what's the what's the most interesting world re- we can create it's more like what space rainforest it's it's what's the like what's the prettiest screensaver? We can call. Exactly. Like this kind of feels yeah. like a three hundred million dollars screensaver. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this. Yeah, no. I, that's honestly because I remember like remember like wallpapers being like a big thing like yeah. around that time. Yeah, yeah. Like this. Yeah, like that's what I was trying to put my finger on it when you were saying that because I hadn't really thought about that until you said it just now. Mm-hmm. So I'm copying you. I'll admit, but like, <laughs> but but kind of that idea of like, yeah, like. There's just so much shit where they're just like, damn, look at that. And it's like, bro, you just made that. Like, yeah. what, like this, what does this do for the story, right? There's so many scenes of characters just being like, whoa. Yeah. Right. And it's like, bro, you're being chased by, bro, there's like uh, enemies out here, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But... But yeah, no, it is a $300 million screensaver. Yeah. It's such a good fucking way to put it. Yeah, just, because, because, I mean, it's... Because, like, the... The, the technology on display is really impressive, but, like, what they're doing with it is fairly standard. It's almost yeah. like, you know, we're introducing people to so much that we can't we can't ask anything more of them than to just, like, accept the environment itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, Speed Racer, we'll get into it, but it is, like, it is asking a lot of you on top of, like, yes. we're going to throw this entirely new way of making and watching movies at you. We're also going to throw just insane tone and story and character at you yeah this is like okay we're gonna we're gonna give you an entirely new like cinematic experience but the story and the environment and all of that they're going to be pretty and 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 fun to look at but they're not going to be that challenging it's yeah it's going to they have trees it is an alien world and they have they have trees and horses that look like our shit yeah yeah and and i mean even like the story itself just like we're gonna give you Dances of the Wolves in Space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you've, what everyone you've, said. you've encountered the story before. It's not too challenging. No. It's just, you know, it's I'm not that's not to say it's bad. It's just no. again, it's it's like a product demo. 
Like, yeah. we want you to focus on the on the uh, on the technology on display here. You know, we want to convince you that this is the future of filmmaking. Yeah. And so we need to give you some. Everything else needs to be functional. It, it also can't be like too distracting. It can't be the kind of thing that you get too drawn into that because we want you to focus on this is what all movies should be from here on out. Mm-hmm. And exactly. in that respect, it was, I think, wildly successful. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding but, me? Yeah. Literally just looking at the goddamn movies we're going to watch this fucking, the yeah. rest of this goddamn, yeah, exactly. all, yeah. All of them are indebted to this film. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you know what's a fucked up thing? I think this film did it the best, honestly. Because I think it did it in such a way where, like, I don't know, we're like, maybe because it's because it did it first. Like, I give it mm-hmm. a lot of credit for being like, I give a lot of credit for being like the first, like, like, like person to be like, be like, oh, all this crazy shit. Like, right. you know what I mean? I mean, like the Navi. I mean, like, I mean, I, I, in that thing I sent you with James Cameron, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, we could have done it where like we put like fuck, right? We had them in that goddamn chair for like six hours and put all that shit on their face and it was gonna look stupid. Right, but it's it's. The, the video it has James Cameron explaining why he didn't want to do, like, makeup and prosthetics. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. And, and his... But his, I think it's telling that his explanation isn't necessarily that this will look better. It's that this is a more efficient way of doing it. Exactly, yeah. That it is, that it is quicker. Yeah. Well, I to, think he did... I, in, in fairness, I think he did say a little bit, like, 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 like it would look better. I mean, I think he does think it would look objectively better... Uh, than that but then yes at the same time also yes like that that is a they literally say this is a re- I think they literally say the line this is a replacement for like prosthetics and makeup like like, like yeah like they, they they are just straight up admitting like this is so much easier yeah you know, I mean because yeah. I mean p- at least part of their selling point is if you want to create like uh, like a- an American werewolf in London or something where you have like yeah. these like incredibly uh, time-consuming, but, like, kind of awesome, like, makeup effects yeah. where you have, like, someone transforming into a werewolf. And it, like, it doesn't look real. Avatar doesn't look real. It no. looks convincing for the story. It, yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. But, like, an American werewolf in London, that kind of, like, really intense, like, Rick Baker makeup work, like, that takes fucking forever. Yeah, exactly. Like, your actor has to show up on set at, like, 3 a.m. because they're going to be in a makeup chair for six hours before you even start filming. Exactly. Like the the selling point in in that little making of featurette for this is you know you just put them in the in the suit and paint some dots on them. Yeah. You know it's way quicker. It's the same reason you see CGI blood instead of practical squid. Exactly. It's, just, it's not that it looks better. It's easier and cheaper. It's easier and cheaper. And you know I, I that's not to say this looks bad either. Like yeah. I do think that like I thought that like again like. It is remarkable how well most of the effects in this movie have aged. Mm-hmm. Like the like the environment. yeah no I, honestly yeah because this is what like one or two years after Speed Racer one yeah, yeah one yeah yeah there's there's a world of difference it, it, it's incredible we'll talk about more yeah. about that later but but like the environments still look incredible mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I think the one place where they they have aged a little bit is specifically the the Navi faces. Yeah. Like the the facial expressions were not uncanny valley, but you could tell that like they have better figured out like how to like smooth over like the not even the, like like the, the transitions. I don't know. That's well, what I, I I thought that just the the face the facial exp- the, the faces weren't that expressive. You know what's interesting? Because did you watch that whole thing I sent you? Yeah. That they literally put a mo cam like right in front of their faces to try to capture their facial. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. They, I, I I think that's still like the the uh the dominant way of making that is you have like oh but just that technology has improved 
Yeah, I just think yeah, that they okay. have gotten better at like the sensitivity to like minute facial expressions. Yeah. Like it's not like it's again it's it's not micro so, expressions they call them. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's it's not so bad here that it's uncanny valley. It's just yeah. you look at them now after seeing like um like the fucking like uh uh more recent Planet of the Apes movies oh, or like the not the Mark Wahlberg ones. No, the the ones the ones with like Andy Serkis playing the ape. Those I those I actually haven't seen. I actually really liked those movies. I was kind of surprised that they were very very well done. But you you have like incredibly specific like ape facial expressions that are mm. just like incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, you get you get again those like micro expressions. Yeah, which which is yeah I will say what is lacking here is the micro expressions, which yeah. is something that yeah everyone like, kind like again it's not bad. It's just everyone kind of looks like they got a bad Botox job. Yeah 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 that is yeah but it's like but it's completely functional like yeah you can watch it. yeah 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 and yeah. again this was like the first time anyone had done it with ever, any level of success ever yeah, yeah. Like, like 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 yeah like like you can watch i mean like you know yeah i mean like yeah you could you could um what is it like like we like i remember um, when we did yojimbo and i was like that hand didn't look like a hand mm-hmm. right you know what i mean you were like man it was 1957 yeah all right and it's like all right fair yeah you know what i mean like yeah you know i mean I mean, people had tried this again. Like Robert Zemeckis, who is a talented filmmaker, spent most of this decade making these weird like movies where he kept trying to get yeah. mocap right and like, like the Polar Express, uh, what, what Beowulf, yeah. the Jay- Beowulf. Fuck, you want to yeah. talk about Uncanny Valley? Yeah. Good God. Like, and like he's a good filmmaker who was known for being one of those guys, kinds of like kind of like Cameron, who was like almost as interested as like in pushing tech. Uh, technology yeah. forward as anything else yeah and he couldn't get it yeah yeah but, I mean, and Cameron I guess was just like I don't know a big enough asshole that he fucking could but like and just was it was the right time like he I he, roll the di- roll the dice it, 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 he tries to make this in 2007 maybe it looked like you know yeah like yeah like not he, right he had the the prestige to get the budget budget necessary and like the technology was there like I like I'm sure he pushed it forward significantly just by the investment he could he could get by being like, this is a Jimmy Cameron joint. Like, you can get more money behind it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and God, you want to talk about it paying... How much money did it end up making? Uh, over a billion dollars. Which, uh, like, in 2009 was like... Was it the first movie to make a billion dollars? It had to have been, right? Uh, I, I think it probably depends on whether or not you count worldwide grosses, but let me, let me actually look that up. Um, yeah. Let's just uh, let's take a brief pause here. So weirdly, when you search highest grossing on Wikipedia, the first article that comes up is list of high, highest grossing Indian films, and then second is list of highest grossing films. What's it called? In- Dude, Hollywood's no joke. Hmm. That's so crazy. So Titanic, inter- like if you include the worldwide gross, Titanic did make $2 billion. Okay. Um, the Lion King made over a billion. Uh, yeah, but it's just like, but like those numbers must still be going up to a degree, right? What do you mean? I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, I, I'm talking like, oh, I don't know, like box office, I guess. Did it make a bill? Because didn't it make like a billion in the box office? This, this is what we're talking about box office. We're not, oh, not including okay. like rentals. Oh, you know? Okay, all right. Um, let me just Google first film to make a billion. I feel like if if it's just U.S. unadjusted, I feel like no film made a billion dollars. It might have been The Force Awakens. So it was the first to make a billion dollars U.S. 
It's so fucking stupid. I started showing my kids Star Wars and they thought okay. it was cool. Okay, so Titanic was the first to make a billion worldwide. Okay. But. Still, that's still him. Domestic, let me try. Domestic. It's, okay, it just keeps giving me the same. Okay, okay. I don't know. I think it was The Force Awakens to make it domestic, but not important. But, um. Yeah. No, because that movie sucked. <laughs> I thought I thought that was a fine movie. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. You had you had so much mm-hmm. that you could have done, and you're just like and you're just like, no, let's just do New Hope again. Well, I, it's it's easy to criticize that decision. Yeah, and, it just did. But also like, they had to they had to, just to get the rights to Star Wars, they had to invest a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, there's such a bad taste in everyone's mouth from the prequels. Yeah. Like, there is so much pressure to just get it right. Yeah, I, I remember... just want to get it right. I remember seeing, like, a lot of stuff about them being like, look, we're not just doing just digital film, we're also doing real film. Right. Because I mean, they wanted to be like... We're not just doing Jar Jar. Exactly, it's, yeah. Yeah. We're not, every, it's not going to look like Dexter Jetster's Space Diner in, in Attack of the Clones. Exactly. Like, there is such a weird collection. I mean, that's... Yeah. The, the Star Wars prequels are another example of movies I mean, that, that tried to do almost entirely digital environments and look like ass. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I played all of those... Like, uh, I played all of, like, the Star Wars, like, video games. Because, you know, like, yeah, we were both, like, mm-hmm. coming of age when those movies came out. And, like, yeah, like, and, like, yeah, almost looked identical to the movie. And, like, yeah. we're talking, like, 2001, 2002 era, like, video games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. It doesn't age well. Yeah. Yeah. So, do we want to go through the plot on this one? Bro, let's go through the fucking plot like, of briefly. this movie. Briefly. I fucking love this movie. Okay, so this, this, movie, God, I love this movie starts with narration where Sam Worthington is actively fighting to prove he's okay. not Australian. Just let him be Australian, okay? There's, <laughs> There's no reason to make him American. There's literally for none. The, for the most part, like, he does pretty well with the American accent in the movie. Oh, I disagree. I hard disagree. I, I heard well, it the okay. entire time. Okay, but... but I f- oh, it might just be a Stockholm Syndrome thing. We just get used to it over three yeah, hours. Yeah, okay, but, okay, that'll kind of give you, you yeah. can't not tell in that yeah. opening narration. He might as well be saying, Oi, mate! <laughs> the moment he started talking, literally, I'm not even kidding, the moment he started talking, I paused the moment and said, where's this guy from? <laughs> and I looked it up. Yeah. And I was just like, it was like, England? I was like, huh, I didn't think, yeah. oh, but moved to Australia at age six. Okay, yeah, or, or yeah. six months old. Okay, yeah. And yeah. He, he is a guy who kind of was everywhere for like three years yeah. and just disappeared. I think largely off of the just the fact that he was hired for this movie yeah like yeah but you know what's great he's gonna have another few of these movies to do yeah well, so before, okay that's one more thing i want to we'll, we'll talk about the sequels when we get yeah when we get yeah, yeah of course but, but i just want to go through the titles to the sequels because they are <laughs> yeah they are chef's kiss it's but, so cool and it's like again like you have to... Oh, we'll talk more about the sequels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't worry, we got this that. Is, this is going to be our first five-hour episode. Oh, easily, easily. But, um... So, yeah, it... Like, the opening of this movie, there is just a lot of, like, really sweaty, narrate, like, exposition just to get mm. you... It's just like, here's a crash course on Pandora and the world of this movie. Here mm. are the bullet points you're going to need to know yeah. for the rest of this movie to make sense. Okay, so there's this world, it's Pandora, there's, there's unobtainium there, we mine it, it's important, doesn't matter why. Just... Yeah. That's what there's a corporation there. They want to mine the jungle to get the unobtainium. Just mm-hmm. there you go. That's what there you, you go. know. There you go. Yeah, we got a bunch of like ex like like ex, ex like, marines. Ex marines. They're doing security there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But are now like you know they're not like they're basically now just like Blackwater. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're uh, mercs. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're natives called Navi. They yep. don't like the fact that we're mining. They're yep. not very friendly. We yep. do not get along. Not quite open war yet, but like really seems to be trying in that direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're shooting some shit at them. They're shooting some shit at us, but yeah, it there's, isn't like a war. Yeah, there's this, it, like, I, like again, I, I, Cameron is like such a great like visual filmmaker. There's this, one of my favorite, like maybe my favorite shot in the whole movie comes like five minutes in just when Worthington is like getting off the space plane being introduced to this like mine slash military base that they've set up. And you just see this huge, like, loader like, thing yeah. driving past him. Like, I, buddy, I love all of the, like, here's just some big mining equipment yeah. shit. Like, I love yeah. all that. Like, yeah. And I think Cameron is, like, uniquely great at that. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, I, just all the, like, the, like, kind of crappy, like, almost, like, Vietnam-era military tech in, like, Aliens. Like, yeah. I love that vibe. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. They're really yeah. showing it off at, like, specifically the first part of this movie. Yeah. Like, this big loader goes by, and, like, this huge, like, 20-foot-high reel is just stuck full of, like, these, like, Technicolor arrow things. Exactly, yeah. Which is just such a great, like, visual shorthand of, like, okay, there's the conflict. It's yep. big, lumbering, like, exploitative technology versus like native peoples like resisting yeah yeah, yeah. that are like technologically outma- outmatched but also like, outmatched but like don't give a shit they're still yeah. gonna shoot the fucking yeah. arrows yeah like you know everything you need to know about that conflict in that one shot exactly. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's it's it, it's it's a beautiful shot yeah it, 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 no and i think like you said that is like 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 we, we've talked before about like one of the hardest things to do i think is like exposition to do mm-hmm. it like well and like Basically, in that one shot, you get like a ton of exposition. Yeah, just like oh, okay. They still, they still really tell you a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, but like, so there's all that, uh, and and then also, as part of the, uh, there's like a pilot program to like try and negotiate with the Navi on like more friendly terms by sending them people who are basically dressed up like them in these big fake bodies called avatars now and and in this situation it would have been much funnier if they hadn't used cgi <laughs> they just paint themselves blue <laughs> <laughs> just no so you i mean yeah this, blue face. yeah this basically is a movie about like using <laughs> about about white hat blackface just like <laughs> Yeah, I'm a white hat jazz singer. <laughs> we're uh, we're we're <laughs> this whole movie is like engin- engineering a scenario where I have to do blackface and the black people love me for it. Like I do it so well that they in- they invite they make me- they they, they give invite- me a hood pass. Yeah, they invite me to the cookout. <laughs> they-, they say I can say the word. Yeah, exactly. This oh, is, that's this is so a whole. This is a cool. whole movie where a boomer dad imagines himself getting to say the word because <laughs> he does blackface so well. Uh, yeah, like oh man, that's incredible. But yeah, anyway, so that like that's what this movie's about. But the, the first like half hour of this movie is just Jake Sully, Sam Worthington arriving at this planet, getting like. Giving like giving a whole exposition dump on here's what the here's what the movie's gonna be about. Yeah. You're gonna be an avatar driver. It was supposed to be your brother, but he died for reasons, don't worry about it. Well it's okay, he got mugged. Yeah, it, like I said, reasons don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And you're an ex-marine, um, your legs are broken, 
for reasons. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that, that actually is true. They never say they never say what happened. They just you would like. I mean, I think the implication they, obviously is war injury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it would have been so funny if it was like, oh no, it's drunk driving. <laughs> I mean, everything we know about Jake Sully, that seems entirely exactly, possible. He's, right? He's very much like a, like a, like a, just a, like a, like a fucking... Yeah, like, like, like... He looks, he looks like he listens to Jet. Yes. <laughs> he looks like he listens to Jet and, and, and does, and thinks Joe Rogan, and thinks, and, and likes Joe yeah. Rogan, but thinks he's kind of a pussy. Yeah. Yes. He, he was in cryosleep for like seven years or something on his way over Pandora. You know he was binging every episode of the Joe Rogan experience. Every single yeah. fucking one. Like, yes. half, half this movie is just, uh, like, Jake Sully, like, seeing a big thing be like, Woo! Fuck yeah! Yeah. Oh, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, Woo! It's just him. Oh, shit. It's just, it's just him just touching stuff in the jungle. Yeah. That, like, that, that they're like, that they're like... That they're like literally everything out there will this, kill you. So this movie is about is about white hat blackface <laughs> and about bro magic. Because like, <laughs> really like the is. whole setup of this movie is okay. The, the the military is evil. Scientists like they don't know how to talk to people. What we need here is a bro. Yeah, exactly. We, we, need, to send, we need to send a benevolent bro, exactly. and he will bridge the divide between these cultures. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 And <laughs> he gets to say the word of it. Yes. That's <laughs> it's so God. Because he wrote this movie too, didn't he? So James, uh, like the the thing about James Cameron is he he gets like a, I think it has a written bot written and directed by and basically all of his movies. Mm-hmm. But like the word is like he has people like do a lot of work on his screenplays, but just kind of insists on having the sole screenwriter credit. And that's just kind of his deal, and he can do that because he's James Cameron. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and and at a certain point. <clears throat> Yeah, maybe you don't get the credit, but he's like, I'll give you a million dollars, or, 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 I don't yeah. think you make a million dollars as a screenwriter, but like, but I mean, I think the, the word is also like, he does write his own like stories. Yes. Like, this is definitely a James Cameron story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He writes like the stories, and then he just like needs a little bit of help with the dialogue, which I think is actually pretty common. Yeah. We're like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's very common to have like multiple screenwriters take a pass on a draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, a lot like, of punch ups and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually like the way the, like, if, if what he does is he just writes the screenplay, and then other people come in and polish the dialogue like it would actually be standard for them to not get credit on it yeah yeah like yeah, they get, get paid right the way that you like the the weird like the wga has really weird specific rules about like screenwriting credit mm-hmm. and to like to get credit for a screenplay even if you rewrite like basically all of the dialogue you still don't get a credit you have to like invent something new like you mm-hmm. have to add in a scene mm-hmm. if you just polish other people's scenes even if they are like almost entire rewrites it's not considered yours hmm. yeah. interesting so it says oh so james cameron must be a member of the wga i don't know hmm. but it seems i mean probably yeah i don't i don't know if you can belong to the wga and the dga i was I, gonna say i don't know how i don't know that card. much about like about like like hollywood, like hollywood labor law yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah, what's it about? Who knows? All yeah. I know is made the biggest mistake in my life not being a PA. Should have done it. <laughs> but anyway, see, the whole first half hour of the movie... Would make a great teamster. <laughs> you, the first half hour of the movie is just... Yeah, I don't have anything additional to say there. <laughs> it's is just setting up this, like... Okay, here's the world. They're, they're Navi, they're Avatars, yep. they're on Pandora. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like... And just Sigourney Weaver being so mean to him. Yeah, she's, like, the head scientist lady who is, like... 
God, I can't believe I have to work with a fucking dipshit and Marine. He, and he's I wanted your brother. Yeah, and he's literally like, yes, sorry. I'm sorry you have me, but my brother died? Yeah. It was like, like literally just being like, lady, he and was she's, my brother. She's clearly like, this was much more of a tragedy for me than you because now my work <laughs> is a little harder. <laughs> my work is a little harder, you fucking dickhead. And yeah. he's just like, okay, again, my brother, he was my brother. Yeah. And he died. So I don't know. I feel I'm doing you a favor, really. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I love, I really, I mean, this is not like, she's a great actress. This isn't exactly like a hot take, but I love Sigourney Weaver in this movie. No. Yeah. Like partially, like, again, she is like clearly having so much fun. Like, yeah. like, which I think basically all of the major humans, except for Sam Worthington are having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like her, Stephen Lang as the like evil Marine guy. Stephen, Stephen Lang as the evil Marine guy is one of the funniest casting choices. And I love how much it worked. And just, but just showing up and eating all, like, every part of it. And, I mean, there's a lot of scenery to chew in Pandora, and he's mm-hmm. like, I am ready to make a floating mountain-sized meal out of this scenery. Oh, and he's th- so good. And then, all, just having just as much fun, Giovanni Ribisi, who's, like, yeah. golfing in half of his scenes. Yep. And, yep. like, has to deliver the, like, this is the this is Unobtainium, we're here for Unobtainium, nothing, ca- not, like, he's telling Sigourney Weaver, who knows what yeah. Unobtainium is, mm-hmm. he still has to be the guy who delivers the Unobtainium exposition, and somehow makes it fun, just yeah. because he is he having so much fun. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and then, um, and then, uh, who's the other guy, Stephen Allen Morris, or whatever his name is? As Norm? Yeah. Is he Norm? Yeah. I hated him. You hated him? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's... Because he, because he is, like, he's just, he's a little shit. What's it called? What was he in? I don't. I don't remember. He was in, but, but you know what I mean. Like he was in something. Yeah, he? he definitely had a, uh, a thing. Crazy. Oh yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. So he, but he's he's like not a main guy. He's like the no. the other scientist and avatar yeah. driver who's there sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's he, mostly who's mostly there to say things like, "Oh, the floating man mountains of Pandora." You've heard of them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just being... Uh, why is everyone being so mean to Sam Worthington? Every scientist is so mad. Yeah, Joel David, David Moore from uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Dodgeball, right. Grandma's Boy, and Art School Confidential. Oh, man. He was actually great in uh, Grandma's Boy and Dodgeball. <laughs> that I will say. He was fantastic in Grandma's Boy. But anyways, but, we have yeah. gotten through half an hour of this movie, which... Is again like probably definitely the sweatiest part, just in terms of yeah. like es- exposition dumping you, but also maybe my favorite. The first half hour. I don't know about really? the first half hour specifically, but my my take on this is this: the movie does the human stuff way better than the Navi stuff. Mm. I l- I like all of, <clears throat> I like the look of it better, and I think it's handled better too. Mm. Like my I I find. Like, again, like, I love all of the, like, just sort of cranky, or not cranky, uh, just sort of janky, um, like, functioning yeah. military tech. Yeah, purely, I, yeah, yeah. Like, like, not clean, not crisp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not, not the Empire in Star Wars. No, no. Yeah. Like, again, like, aliens. I mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. all, uh, I love all of that just, like, ugly-ass fucking functional tech. Like, my favorite, one of my favorite just little throwaway things in this movie is there's a scene or a shot almost at the end when Stephen Lang is in his mech where it, something is coming up behind him and there's a POV shot where he has a legit, legit rear view mirror. mirror in his mech. I love that. I love that just like 
combination of like old school and like futuristic technology like so many other movies would have like some kind of like like sensor or some or like shit. a backup cam they're mm-hmm. like no why would you do that when you could just put a rear view mirror exactly work just as well yeah yeah also the same also the scene right after it where where his mech pulls a knife that is a little sillier that but is my that is one of my favorite scenes right but is it, it's it's much sillier but i still it's still a lot of fun <laughs> just, but, just the mech having a yeah. knife yeah, I love all of the all of basically all of the human performers in this movie. Yes, at yeah. least the the big three supporting characters. Okay, um, no, no, the Navi I think are it's just like it's amazing that this movie worked as well as it did when like its central thing is so fundamentally whack. <laughs> like it mm-hmm. is like impossible to escape. <laughs> this is just. A movie about a boomer dad who like found pot and the Grateful Dead and was like, dude, we should all just be living with the earth. Yeah. Like I, yep. the Native Americans, they had it figured out, and if I was friends with them, they would make me one of their own. I the literally and, like at like the end of the movie, Sigourney Weaver literally says to Jane Madden Rabisi, the 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 valuable thing here is not the unobtained it's not what's in the ground, but it's what's all around us. It's in the forest all around us. Jane mm-hmm. Madden Rabisi literally says what the hell have you been smoking? Right. Both things that are purely the invention, the invention of a boomer mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, it's like, I, I don't like, I don't disagree. Like, I don't think Cameron is, is his heart is in the wrong place here. Yeah, or no, it's just great. Yeah, no, like I, I would call myself an environmentalist. It's yeah. just embarrassingly earnest and yes. tone deaf. Yeah. Yes, and I think kind of the key to why this movie has kind of become a weird piece of ephemera Mm -hmm. that like so many of the like the like the the properties of this size that have like stuck in people's imagination like part of the reason that they have done so is that there is a whole world that you can get lost in even between entries Mm -hmm. like there was you know as more time between return of the jedi and the phantom menace than there will be between avatar and avatar 2 at least assuming that avatar 2 does come out in the next two or three years when it was you know i think which is i think it's announced release yeah date. but they also, yeah. that also keeps get pushing back yeah yeah they but, don't even have a trailer yet for it but yeah no no no. i think there's i think they're filming all four of them at the same time which i think they're done filming for one uh the the, the in i think it was september 2020 they said they're done filming for or, or not one sorry they're done filming for two they're 90 percent through three which is that standard to film movies like that? I mean, I feel like, like all of them at once. Yes. That is a thing that kind of started with like the Lord of the Rings and the Matrix. They did that to like save money. Mm-hmm. At least the, the latter two Matrix movies. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, because they really did come out like one after the other. Yeah, and they have tried it with other franchises. I think some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies did those. Like I think the second and third. And it's the kind of thing that like it definitely saves you money, but almost never really works. Yeah. Because you kind of can't, like, you kind of want to workshop them. Like, okay, this this stuff didn't work in the last one. We're going to correct these things here. Like, it's, exactly. it's also just too much. It's fucking exhausting. Like, yeah. I think the only time it really did work is, like, the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, but, and the Lord of the Rings movies get saved by the fact that they've already basically been written. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, just going back to what I was saying, which was... Oh, yeah. I think... So, again... Like, Star Wars, you have all this time between Return of the Jedi and The Phantom Menace, but Star Wars stays in the collective imagination because there's this, like, desire to stay in the Star Wars universe because it's cool. That's why you have all these, like, you know, 
side novels and video games and all this. Like, people mm. are clearly interested in this universe and want to spend time there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, I don't, like, I don't really want to hang out with the Navi. Because I'm just like, this, it's, it's really hard to look at them for too long and not be like, oh my god, this is just so embarrassing. Yeah. This yeah. is so whack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and also, like, the other thing Star Wars has is, like, there are, like, iconic moments and characters. Like, yeah. you can, like, quote lines from it. Like, yeah. use the Force. I'm your father. You can go as Yoda for Halloween. And then, like, I literally know people who base their entire persona or, 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 or what they're trying to go for off of Han Solo. Right. Because yeah. there's something there. Yeah. But like, really, I'm just naturally Han Solo. <laughs> and this, like, Avatar, again, a very well-made movie, but, like, it's hard to pick out, like, an iconic line or character or moment. You're C-3PO. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. You're not C-3PO. I don't, I don't know that you're... You're right. Leia. <laughs> <laughs> and we make out. You are, no. you are Watto. I... I, I, I Yeah, I. But the most I can hope for is Jar Jar, honestly. But anyway, yeah, no, 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 no. But you're right. Like, like in the in the words of Watto, that doesn't work on me. Only money. (laughs) Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. Listen, listen. Just because I bought my children Hanukkah gifts from the thrift store doesn't mean that you can. But like, so again, there's just there's nothing to keep this movie fresh in your mind. Bro, I watched this movie last night, and the only thing I can remember from it is I see you. Yeah. And which was funny. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like deep or moving or anything like that. It was funny. And I and I need to stress this. I love this movie. I love the Navi parts. I love the non-Navi parts. Mm-hmm. I think it's all cool. I think the like 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 grungy kind of mech warriors yeah. and the fucking that's, bro. That's my business. Bro, fuck you, Stephen Lang with the goddamn like the big scar across oh, his face. And just Where he's like, I could get this fixed, but I yeah. prefer to have a remind me a reminder of how fast Pandora can kill you. The low gravity, it makes you soft. Yeah. <laughs> just, As he's bench pressing like a car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just an immense amount of weight yeah. he's bench pressing. Yeah. And just like and just like and he is and again, he is like a fancy lad actor, and he is just yoked to shit in this movie. Yeah. And like, this is this is like a uh, like a J.K. Simmons in Batman or Justice League level of like old man jacked. Oh yeah, yeah. oh absolutely, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. What's it called? And honestly, even like uh, fucking Rob Worthington, what, I Sam Worthington, Sam Worthington, yeah, what's it called? Bro, like, he's supposed to, like, be, like, like paralyzed on the waist down. And, like, I don't know how they did this, but, like, I mean, he he honestly looks like, like I mean, his legs are, like, skinny. Like, they look atrophied. Yeah, like, and I, th- I think, I, I, I can't remember if I'm getting this story right, but I believe this is one in- instance where I think, again, one of the great things about Cameron is he does love to push technology forward so much, but will also find things, like, really lo-fi, old-school solutions where I think... He, like the solution with the legs is literally they're just fake legs. Yeah. Like they're just not his legs. Like yeah. his actual legs are like covered under the chair and they just put like prop legs. Yeah. Like small. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, yeah. Cause I was also wondering, I was like, I was like, I was like, damn, he's doing a really good job of not moving his legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is like, but no, 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 but this is the, no, but it like looks like really, I mean, yeah, it looks really cool. And like, and like the whole, like all the, like the technology of this world, mm-hmm. like it's not like, cause like, can you imagine if this world was just like, they're like, Oh, it's like, because it's like 2154, they're just like, we got lasers, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. But like, they still ten, basically have helicopters. Yeah. Like, that's what all the, they're just giant helicopters. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the U.S. military in it is basically just like, what if, you know, the Vietnam era military, like, had an extra 
couple trillion dollars. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What if you? Yeah, you combine that with Warhammer, yeah. which is like I, want, I, I love that. Like the when uh, Jake Sully and all them are like in their like Avatar bodies, they just carry around like uh, like door guns from from helicopters. There's like we need the biggest gun imaginable, but it's still just a machine gun. So we exactly. Should, we just take the door gun. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's still. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gun technology has upgraded to. Uh, we have machine guns. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but gun technology has advanced to the point of what if bigger. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's honestly incredible. What what yeah. if bigger and shaped slightly differently? Uh, which I guess is kind of actually is just how gun technology works. But no. But but it it's it's um. But what's it called? No. But I mean. Just, I guess, going through the plot, like... So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, I just instinctively cut you're, you off. No, you're fine. Yeah, 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 you, know, you heard me trying to go... You heard me... You're like, oh, shit, Matt's gonna tackle plot. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, but so, uh... <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. It's fine. I'm sorry. Like, I can't really get too upset with you interrupting me, because I do just... Inst- whenever you say, to continue with the plot, it's like... You can't yeah, okay, you're, you're not a plot... You're not the plot guy. You're not the plot guy. You are the color commentator, not the play-by-play man. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, because right now I'm panicking to remember what happens 30 minutes in. So it's it's just... They, they introduce the Avatar bodies, they go out and take them out for the first mission, and, like, Jake Sully immediately fucks it up. And gets, exactly. Basically gets lost, mm-hmm. and, like... At that point, he runs into Zoe Saldana, whose character is Neytiri. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Hey, I got it right. Um, yeah. The very memorable Neytiri. There, there, are, there are two things that emerge from this movie. People got Some people got very, very depressed because they wanted to live on Pandora. Mm-hmm. And some people got very, very horny for blue people. Okay, so this is something that I wanted to discuss. So, the, like, the first, after, like, 45 minutes or so, and, like, this is... Like, one thing, before I move on, I do want to just note, this is, like, a really... Like, despite being three hours long, this is actually a very fleet movie. Yeah. Like, it does... It really moves. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel long. Yeah, which is incredible to do, because, like, yeah. I was a fan growing up of both Star... Uh, 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 yeah, uh, well, of course of Star Wars. But mm-hmm. but I was thinking specifically of, like, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. right? Because it was age-appropriate, right? Read a new book, right? But but Harry Potter and and um, Lord of the Rings. And, and even though I enjoyed those movies, they both felt very long. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, I mean, he's, like, getting, like, ragdolled by a space jaguar within, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it does, does a lot of setup, but, like, it's, f- like, not, it's, like, fairly efficiently done. Like, this movie's roughly the same length as, like, the, at least the first of those two, right? Of the Lord of the Rings movies? Lord of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Lord Potter the, movies are definitely shorter, because they're four children. I don't know, I think the first Harry, wasn't the first Harry Potter, like, two and a half hours? Am I crazy? Let me look that up. Because I remember, because I remember, because I remember, I saw it a whole bunch of times that I just straight up fell asleep one time. I know the later ones have to get longer because the books are so long, but oh yeah. shit. Yeah, the first one is 240. Jesus yeah, exactly. Christ. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that because I remember my parents having to like plan like, how the fuck are we going to spend this much time out or something like, yeah. like having to play? Yeah. That's like a, that's like a. 200 page book too. yeah yeah okay. they were very because they were like we have three fucking kids yeah that's insane to spend that much time in yeah. a goddamn movie there they were so nervous yeah i've not seen that movie since the theaters yeah but yeah anyway um uh see so it, it does really just just move and there there isn't a lot of fat on it so like he, his first mission he gets like he dipshits himself into getting lost in space and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or on Pandora and gets rescued. Uh, and oh, crikey, I'm going to get captured right now. <laughs> but anyway, so like, 
Like, look, this whole section, like, a, his like his night alone on Pandora was just, like, him surviving in the jungle. Again, like, I'm still, like, 100% in on, like, this movie yeah. might... I might have forgotten this movie is actually a masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, Neytiri shows up and starts introducing him to, you know, the, the forest ways of the Na'vi and introducing him to the culture. I'm like, okay, I kind of remember why I wasn't, like, 100% on board with this movie. Yeah. And, like, still, I still, again, enjoy this movie a lot, I think. Yeah. Like, Cameron is a very skilled filmmaker. Like, yeah. Very, like, again, like, you get, like, at the end of this movie, like, we'll, we'll get into the end of the movie. Yeah, but, yeah, of course. But, like, um, so then, like, the middle part of the movie is mostly him just sort of, um... Going around with the Navi. Yeah, just Doing Navi of, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um successfully doing blackface yeah exactly yeah this is, this is his like tryouts for a hood pass exactly yeah yeah, yeah. And, and buddy he's passing with flying colors i mean he's really bad at at riding a horse yes um terrible which, at that okay when this happens so this is like his first challenge as a like like a, a navi pledge or whatever mm-hmm. they're like we're gonna have you ride a horse and like so what he does is you know the horse has a mane has a little tail coming out and he takes his like rat tail and as everyone remembers from this movie when the Navi hook up their rat tail things with their little spindly things, they make their, like, brain connection. And my memory, and this is, like, embedded in the collective consciousness, is that the Navi fuck by connecting their they hairs. They connect their hairs. And so, but the first time you actually see that is him connecting his hair to a horse. Yeah. So I'm like, did he just fuck that horse? I, and then, but, like... Yeah, 45 minutes later however long it is when he actually has sex with with Nateri, there's no indication yeah. that they fuck with their hair they seem they appear to fuck regular stuff yeah 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 they just straight up fuck yeah which 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 part of me was just like part of me was just like wait where's his penis then but because but, I feel like they don't have very revealing or, or very no they have very revealing clothes right they their loincloths don't seem to cover much up I didn't. What did I ask you this? The first thing I said to you this morning when I woke up. What was that? What's it called? Do the Navi have vaginas? Right. So I don't know. I know that. Like, so I actually like went online to like investigate the hair fucking thing because because yeah. like I had such a strong memory yeah. of the hair Me fucking too. thing. Me too. Me too. Honestly, such a joke. Like, yeah. there's a Thirty Rock joke about hair fucking. Like, yeah, there's something exactly. that was out there. Like, how crazy is it that a movie about hair fucking made a million dollars? Yeah, a billion. Dollars. A, a, a one million dollars, the most amount of money anyone. <laughs> so I like looked it up, like, and so the, first of all, there was a like a whole thing about James Cameron defending the the fact that the Navi have boobs, despite the fact that they're not like placental mammals. Um, Wait, they're not placental mammals? Apparently, like it seems like he backed like he backed himself into a corner on that. Like he revealed that they weren't pl- placental mammals, and the people are like, "Why do they have boobs?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, no, yeah, the whole mammals for mammals. We want plans. you. We want you to be horny for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. That's, God bless whatever journal. Listen, I'm mostly anti-journalist, except for those I know personally and the ones that listen to this podcast, uh, but or or any of my podcasts. But what I found is that there was actually a a leaked section of the screenplay that was not actually i don't believe was f- ever filmed but it was a more complete sex scene that did involve jixuli and natiri like when they're doing their like their regular style fucking or whatever they're doing she's like you know we have a much deeper form of intimacy here on pandora and then they do the like the hair connection thing and that's when jake Sully like really comes extra hard because he's wow. he's he's fucking pandora style now Man. 
I would never want to be in the mind of a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Not one time. Anyway, let's go ahead. But, like, I... Versus everyone trying to rush to be in my mind. I, like, I... And that was, at some point, leaked, which I guess was the origin of the hair-fucking thing. That's, that's so... But that's, like... if Or it was just, like, you know, hey, he hooked up with that horse. That's apparently how you share it. I guess that's how I guess you just fuck that horse. No, I, I like to imagine it's more like this. I like to imagine it's more just like, more just like, does he have a, I'm, does he have a dick? Did I, I don't know if I saw it. Right? Everyone just being like, they got that weird shit in their hair. That's probably how they have sex. Yeah. That's just how everyone all at once was just like, that's how they do it. But like, I do love that that was like the one bridge they did not allow James Cameron to, cla- to yeah, cross. Like, yeah, you cannot no, you just cannot. include like, furry porn you in this movie cannot do it. Yeah. which he didn't have to because it like whatever whatever is happening with like incest porn now brother after this came out let me tell you something that it was not be porn yeah i saw so many blue people fuck yeah what's it called but yeah no it's it's what's it called i mean it's dances with walls folks yeah a so- movie none of us have seen so jake Sully gets way more into to being navi but yeah. like Stephen Lang still and Giovanni Ribisi want to like kill all the Navi and knock down their tree because there's one obtaining under it. So yeah, eventually there's a big like tree eleven where the yeah. where the, the Marines come and blow up the tree. That's right. And all the Navi are very sad because that was their big tree house and they That's all right. live there. And, That's right. yeah. Oh no! <laughs> so the Navi passed the Navi Patriot Act and. They- <laughs> <laughs> well they actually kind of do because of Jake Sully they're like you were you were the one yeah yeah Jake, Jake Sully's hood pass is revoked because <laughs> like this, we can't yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because because he said because he said a hard R and that's not allowed <laughs> I think, I think I'm sorry. White hat, blackface might be one of the greatest things you've ever seen <laughs> the, uh, to describe Avatar the uh, um. Like the, I think probably the the indiv- like the single roughest scene, just in terms of like Im- how embarrassing it is, is af- after the tree eleven where Stephen Lang is like is is upset that Jake Sully has like decided to side with the Navi, even though the Navi are like you're not cool with us anymore. Yeah, Jake Sully. So Stephen Lang is like pulling him out of his like avatar thing, and <laughs> out of the like the big like weird fleshlight that they sit in when they're yeah doing their avatar things. Yeah. What's weird about flashlights? <laughs> so Stephen Lang's pulling him out of the big tube, and like it's like just to just to like highlight how sad it is that he's not going to be able to be an avatar anymore for just like two shots. Like everything is sepia toned, just to like highlight, just like oh what a tragedy it is that they can't be they can't do their avatar stuff anymore. Well, just like the saddest string music is like dirge is playing. Like oh no, oh. is he going to be an avatar anymore? Oh, oh no, no more no. avatar. Tree Eleven, and then hilariously, but they save Sigourney Weaver's avatar, but they just leave Jake's. Yeah, because they both just because co- what happens is when they leave their avatar, they just collapse. Yeah, and so and so they so a bunch of them save Sigourney Weaver's, and then they just leave Jake's in the Tree Eleven. Jake gets a, a Navi mesothelioma <laughs> from, from Tree Eleven. Yeah, uh, John Stewart has to Navi. John Stewart tries to get. Uh, Navi Jake Sully uh, uh, benefits. Navi Gilbert Gilbert Godfrey gets fired from the Affleck commercials because <laughs> he makes a really tasteless joke like two days afterwards. Yeah. Navi James Cameron and Navi Jim Paxton find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all they're down filming Avatar two in the seas at this time. Yeah, exactly. They come yeah, back yeah, up yeah, and yeah. find out Navi the Tree Eleven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
There's a whole scene in Avatar 2 where they just find out about the Tree 11. Yeah. Oh, man. But only after finding the Navi Titanic. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I guess it's just a whale, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's a, Well, they ride in it. <laughs> <laughs> they just get the Jonah treatment, and then <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't have boats. They're not big on technology. They run on birds, man. <laughs> like I don't know why, just the image of them, like, <laughs> like the goddamn Flintstones. Just running. I mean, honestly, though, and the whales just like it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> I would have done anything to remake this movie. Just have one scene where one of those weird bird things that they fly just turns to the camera and says, it's a living. That would have been... Oh, my God. That's so cool. God. This movie... Realizing this movie is just the Flintstones versus the Jetsons is pretty nice now. I'm enjoying it. Oh, I mean, man. and then Jake Sully, like, gets his... his his uh, hood card back when he gets the biggest bird to fly. Yes. It becomes Taruk Makto. That's right. Which again, like, I think another reason this movie hasn't stuck around is no one fantasizes about being Taruk Makto. I fantasize about being Taruk Makto. Like, just, that's not a thing that you want to say to someone. I'm Taruk Makto. Like, yeah. you, you're seven years old, you tell people you're a Jedi Knight, you feel pretty cool. Exactly. Seven years old, you tell people you're Taruk Makto. Mm-hmm. I, what what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Why are you listening to Grateful Dead albums, you seven year old? That's exactly. Weird. Yeah. What is real? Yeah, what what are you doing? Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, anyway, there's a a big fight at the end. Mm-hmm. Just uh, pretty good fight. Yeah, I mean, so it's you know the 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 Stephen Lang and the military they're coming to to blow up the tree of souls. The tree of uh, where Awa lives. Awa. Awa. Yeah. Again, Awa <laughs> versus the Force. Like. <laughs> May Awa be with you. No, you're not saying that to no. anyone. Yeah. No, absolutely not. No, no. You're the only time I've actually seen people in real life quote this movie was like within the year after it came out, right? Right or right when it like came out and like yeah, like had that thing where like everyone just saw this movie eight times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right when it came out, people just going, "I see you." <laughs> like they were just making fun of the movie. I I had forgotten that yeah. line entirely. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I see you is great. <laughs> and, and there's a whole scene where like fucking Shaggy or whatever his name is is like ex- <laughs> Joel David Moore. That's that's the actor's name. The guy the guy from Dodgeball. Oh, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is explaining like it's not like I see yeah, you. Yeah, it's BTK I, is talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I see you. It's I see into you. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, they so stupid. Yeah. God damn it. This is, yeah, again, a lot of this movie is just Grandpa Discovers Weed. Exactly. Oh, but, exactly. Yeah. Which, you know what? And, and, Good for him. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, 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 you know, that big climactic thing at the end. But, yeah, so, like, the final fight is, again, like, the, the military is coming to blow up the Tree of Souls where Awa lives. Where Awa lives. And because, because, sorry, <clears throat> hilariously, he's like, he's like, he's like, we'll put, he's like, he's like, we'll put, what does he say? He says, We'll blow Giovanni such... Ribisi says this. No, 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 no. Or is no, it no. Stephen Lang? Stephen Lang says, yeah. we will blow such a big goddamn hole in their racial memory. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That they'll just like, whoa. Yeah, no, the movie isn't subtle. No. But, no, yeah. no, it is not. But um so the Navi, all all of all of the major tribes of the Navi show up under the banner of Taruk Makto yep. to fight all them. Of the Yep. The Care Bears, the Care Bears <laughs> get the cousins and they yeah. say we can all help. Yeah. So 
And, like, you know, it's just, it's kind of the big battle that you have at the end of these movies. Like, yeah. But, again, like, this is, it. like, we'll be talking more about this later on, but it it was an interesting, like, point of comparison to the, like, the big climactic battle at, like, the end of Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, again, like, like, eight billion people all fighting each other in some CGI nonsense. Yeah. But, like, it really feels like just half an hour of nothing in Endgame just because it's just... It's, Ooh, uh, it's yeah there's yeah. not really a strong sense of like visual style or like you know just creating in- interesting images or moments or anything yeah like, this is like again it's you know a lot of cgi nonsense happening but like cameron isn't like enough of a you know he's enough of a an auteur <laughs> i was gonna say enough of a visual style yeah, he is but like yeah enough of a visual stylist good enough with like staging and spacing that like you know it it works more or less. Yeah. What yeah. I really like what they do is is when they... Because they don't do it very often, but when they have, like, Na'vi next to humans. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I kept forgetting. I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys are so much taller yeah, than humans. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, they're big boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a big boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like... Well, like, yeah, big boy. But, <laughs> but, like, but, but, like, but, like, a lot of the action... Like, like, like one of my favorite deaths in this movie is where... So, they have these, like... Um, they just basically get, like... I don't know. For some reason, they don't have bombs, which I guess kind of makes sense why you... Yeah, you don't really need a bomber if you're just mining security. Yeah. But they, like, rig up all these mining explosives. They're just going to, like, drop them out the back of a Drop plane. them out the back of a, yeah, like a cargo plane. Yeah. Right, right. And But then they, this one guy gets crushed in between the two yeah. things. And, like, shit like that, like... That feels like something the director of Terminator came up with. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just got a little of that 80s nastiness to it that I really so, enjoy. Yeah, you see a guy just go, like, just just not even do... And, and, and I loved... He didn't... No Wilhelm scream. Just, like, a guy just, like, ah! And yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like, realizing his death is imminent and it's not going to be yeah. painless. Yeah. I just, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And then like the, the real, like, so, you know, there's, there's like an arc to these kinds of scenes where, you know, it's fairly evenly matched at first. And, you know, it looks like the good guys might get the upper hand and things start to turn against them. It looks like all is lost. Oh, and then, yeah. and then what happens? Awa has, has heard us. And also, so like the very end of this battle turns into one of those like, who you got memes. Yeah. Where it's like the U.S. military versus all of the animals in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so all these, all these animals. You gotta pick three. Yeah. You, go, you go on Hammerhead Elephant. You, yeah. go, you go, oh my God. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen Lang, Hammerhead Elephant, and those like squid monkeys. Awa has heard you. Awa has heard you. <laughs> just so Zoe Zaldana deserved more than that. No, again, saying again, that line again, it's, it's a great, it's a great fight. It's a great movie. But again, like it's just we were talking about this a little bit this morning. But it's it like Zoe Zaldana is legitimately one of the like in terms of like total box office gross over yeah. the career. Like I think number eight on like the highest grossing Which, actors insane. list. Insane. Like should be a a like legit like movie star yeah. like, like Tom Cruise or Robert Downey Jr. just based off that yeah has like three marquee franchises between this uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy and Star Trek Star Trek yeah but like and it's like you know people have heard of Zoe Saldana if you say yeah. that name you're probably not gonna get like a quizzical look but like if like you, if Zoe Saldana like opened a movie on her own like Columbiana which I mean was not was hurt by the fact that it just wasn't a great movie but yeah. like the fact that that's the kind of movie she is given, like, if you, 
there's just, again, like as we were sort of talking about earlier, like there just aren't movie stars anymore. They don't. No. They don't make them. No, like, no, they absolutely no. She, I, Zoe Saldana deserves more than this. I don't even. Re- I mean, she's good in all of those movies. Yeah. But, like, I would like to see her get the chance to really like headline a movie where she gets to play a person and not just like something with green paint on her. Not with something with green paint on her, or something that gets fucked by a main person, which right. is what which is what Uhuru or whatever. Yeah, I mean, she's got her moments in those movies. But yeah, she, she has her moments. But she but is like, the love interest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, 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 like. I don't know that the Bechdel test is something that always needs to be passed, but like, at a certain point, like, it would be nice to see her in a movie that passes at once. Right. You know what I mean? And doesn't suck. Right. With, you know what I mean? I mean, <clears throat> listen, let her let her play Carlos the Jackal. I don't know. I think she'd be good at it. I don't know. I was reading about Carlos the Jackal. He's a cool guy. <laughs> What's it called? Have you seen pictures of him in prison? No, I have not. He wears an ascot. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how he got an ascot in prison, but he wears an he, wears, he has like a prison uniform, like a French prison uniform, and just has an ascot. Yeah, on. and he's just Carlos the Jackal. But anyway, he's what a pimp. But um, but no, no, no. But yeah, you know, yeah. Awas heard you. You're the final, which ridiculous, ridiculous. That that I mean that scene, that fight would have been a lot cooler if, if Awa just hadn't heard them. <laughs> like they just. Like even if they lose, like I don't know, right? But like, but yeah, they they couldn't lose. It's a blockbuster, right? Right. But like, I don't know. Have them like, 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 like have like a battalion of turn. I don't know how they win, but don't let it. Basically, be I, don't, I don't. Yeah. I don't want there to be the line. Awa has heard you. <laughs> exactly. You can make this movie without that line. Like this movie impre- increases cool. by five percent. She's just shouting. Awa has heard you. As all of these animals, which like, which like. I mean, I guess magic's just real. Like, I don't, like, what? Well, at, at one point, Sigourney Weaver gives some, like, weird exposition nonsense about how there's a whole neural like web, thing. and yeah. I, I don't remember. But, but then Sigourney Weaver dies, and then she goes, wait, no, it's real. Yeah, there's there's a lot of nonsense about, like, flux vortexes and neurological networks and shit in this the point movie. Of this, that, who cares? Yeah, the point of this movie is that the one true god is Awa. And and as Michelle and importantly, as Michelle Rodriguez tells us, oh. we're in the flux vortex now, Matt. Oh. Matt, Matt, we're in the flux vortex now. Uh, Matt, uh, the floating mountains of Pandora. Maybe you've heard of them. Matt. <laughs> the Hallelujah Mountains. The Hallelujah Mountains. The floating mountains of Pandora. Maybe you've heard of them. There, there are, there are. Because listen, you and Fuck I. Fuck Scooby in this movie. I, I hate Scooby. You know what? I despise the man. You but... know, who, you know who I do love. Who? I love Dilip Rao, who plays like the like the, the like the the fourth tier like fat scientist who has yeah. like two scenes. He helps them escape. He's like integral in their escape, and yeah. then they're just like, "Hey, you don't need to be in the rest of this movie, Dilip Rao. It's <laughs> yeah. cool. You don't have to be in the rest of this movie. I need someone on the inside. Yeah, well, yeah. Couldn't you take him and not Scooby? I hate Scooby yeah, or Shaggy. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dilip Rao gets to hold a gun on the Marines as they leave yeah. Pandora. So Which, that's. The, the coolest scene in this movie, like, fuck all of the CGI, the coolest scene is Stephen Lang just walking out into this atmosphere he cannot breathe just because he's so mad, just to take <laughs> shots at their fleeing helicopter, just well, no, and no, waiting no, for no, an age Do you age remember what to, he says? What does he say? What's it called? As he's leaving, he just says, he just says, he just says, masks on, and then opens the door, because when yes. he opens the door, all of the Pandora air comes in, so everyone has to, all of his entire... Everyone has to put on a, a mask, except him. He just walks out and starts shooting while holding his breath until an aide brings him a mask. And Dylan A runs out and is just like, you are going to die. No, I, he can't die. He's too mad. <laughs> I'm so mad. I can't. God, Michelle Rodriguez is great. 
Do you you know her, do you know the name of her character in this movie? It's like Toucan. No, no, it's it's way funnier than that. What is it? Trudy. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez in no movie can play like Trudy. Trudy. We just will name her Velma. I would I would love to see a movie where Michelle Rodriguez just plays like a completely her her character needs to be named like Slash. Exactly. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Slash or just some like I mean, as she almost always is, it's just like a a a. A, a Spanish last name. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Just so Mendoza. Exactly. Mendoza. Someone who's just called, like, fucking, like, 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 Rodriguez. Like, yeah. that's it. Well, <laughs> yeah. she plays herself in every movie. <laughs> she kind of does. She, play, she has a character that she plays a, a lot. No, 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 no. Apparently, like, her her legitimate hobbies actually include, like, tactical gun training. I like, believe that. that. Yeah, no. she's just, yeah, she's just, why, you know what, should have been her and not Holly Berry and John Wick, I'm going to say. Oh, I wouldn't complain. I like them both. I never saw John Wick. <laughs> They're good movies. I know, yeah. It seems like right in my alley, doesn't yeah. it? But yeah, no, but um, what's it <clears> I'm very upset that she dies, because that means she won't be in And I love seeing Michelle Rodriguez. Possibly one of my, after, actually, you want to know who, like, my first two, like, movie crushes were? Who were those? Number one was J-Lo, which okay. I, think, I think really fits with me. Huh? What's it called? Yeah. But then my second one was easily Michelle Rodriguez. It uh, makes sense. I I I I still have a crush on Michelle. I remember like getting busted <clears throat> by my dad looking up like Michelle Rodriguez bikini or something <laughs> like that as a kid. <laughs> Alright, so we spent a lot of time talking about Avatar. How much time are we talking about? We are now at 140. God damn. Um Well you know what's pimp? What's pimp? We're not gonna spend that much time talking about the next I don't time. know. I have a lot to say about speed. Do you actually? Yeah. But what time is it? It's uh almost four. But Jeez Louise. Okay. Anyway, fine. so just to wrap it up real quick, the last thing we should talk about just very briefly is just the sequels. Just because yes. I feel like there has been, like, again, sort of that narrative, like, because they've been, they, they've started to feel like, like vaporware, which is like, you know, like a, a product that is promised and promised and promised, but doesn't exist, like will I, never come out. I, wait, what is vaporware? <clears throat> it's that. Like, like it's like I think usually applied to like tech or like a game where it's like I don't like Half Life Three like people yeah, Valve okay. keeps talking about how we're gonna make Half Life Three one day we're gonna make Half Life Three one day yeah just, just never come out doesn't seem to Half Life Two was that for like a long for time. a while yeah. yeah um and the Avatar sequels have started to feel like that where and I think they've also kind of taken on this narrative where it's like okay this is ha- this has to be where Cameron crashes and burns because yeah. like we've all. You know, we all loved Avatar at the time. But we kind of look back on on it a little askance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I I will say I will defend Avatar for this though, right? I think Avatar a better movie than Dances with Wolves because Avatar at least isn't a, isn't trying to be like. Remember when that white guy tried to save all the day? Remember the white cavalrymen tried to save yep. all the Native Americans? Yes. Yeah. A little bit more I mean, sensitive in that way. Only kind of by making it, like, removing it from, like, real history. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I will say it at least did that. Also, no Kevin Costner in it. I like Costner. And he's the bastard. The <laughs> bastard. He's the, ba- he's the bastard, Kevin Costner. <laughs> so, but, like, I think there's that, that same kind of, like, almost like we want him to finally fail. And yes. I think that, like, a company like Titanic and Avatar. Yeah. And, again, like, we've been wrong a lot of times before about James Cameron. But here's my evidence for why this time might actually be correct. And these are the titles recently announced to the four Avatar sequels. <clears throat> Avatar, The Way of Water. water. Yep. Avatar, The Seed Bearer. 
Avatar, the Tolkien Rider. T-U-L-K-U-N, the Tolkien Rider. Yeah, no, yeah, he writes Tolkien, what's your problem, bro? And finally, Avatar 5, the quest for Awa. <laughs> They're going to meet Awa. She's heard us, man. She heard us. God, you know what they're going to do, right? I, they said that Stephen Lang and Sigourney Weaver are coming back in some... I don't know how... You know You know how I think they're coming back? As as representatives of AWOM. I absolutely believe that, that, that Sigourney Weaver... Well, they, that they will do like a, what was that? Was that a contact or cocoon? The one that it's like, we found, we thought this would be most pleasing to you. That's contact. That's contact. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Gordy Weaver is going to do contact yes. and be AWA. Yes. yes. That yeah. is what is going to happen. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. Yeah. Also, uh, Vin Diesel also confirmed, but uh, they're not saying what he is. Oh, boy. He's, he's going to be another, he's going to be another representative of, of, Clan Jarhead. You think Which, he's gonna be Clan no, no, Jarhead, or my, is he gonna be another? My individual favorite, like line reading in this movie, is Stephen Lang just saying Jarhead Clan. <laughs> he puts so much mustard on like his like disbelief when. Which he is like a Jew from New York. <laughs> Jarhead Clan. Just... He told them you were from the Jarhead Clan. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Just incredible. And then you have, and then like honestly, like one of the. Like, such a good character performance. And then you have that just next to, like, yeah, knew I told them I was in the Jarhead plant. <laughs> you, like, I don't know what that was, what you just did. It's You're me. trying to do five accents me. at it once. It was me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what every Australian sounds like when they try to do American. You, All right. You, do, do you actually know the phrase that I hear every, like, like non-American English speaker say when they try to, uh, they try to approximate an American accent? Yeah. Jarhead clam. <laughs> no, do you want to know what the actual one is? What? Barbecue sauce. <laughs> or barbecue food? Yes, I, I. Who was Libby Watson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? yeah. Barbecue. Barbecue food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Like I, I feel like Jarhead clam. Jarhead, Jarhead clam actually has barbecue food. Yeah, yeah. That, it, that has very strong barbecue food vibes. <laughs> All right. So, you know, you know what's one thing this movie needed. This one, this movie needed Stephen Lang eating like a Fred Flintstone, like a Flintstone sized like, rib. Yeah. Like yeah, from like just like a big of, leg of ham or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like of like a weird Pandora creature. Yeah. Yes. That, <laughs> a Thanator, man. Yeah. Ooh, God. Fuck right. this. All right. So we we gotta we. We got to talk about Speed we Racer. Have to talk about Speed but first, I just I need to take a, a quick break to go on a quest for a while. Why don't you take a piss? Okay, that's yeah. fine. I'm gonna go eat some food. We gotta we gotta jump right into Speed Racer. That's um, right. From uh, just the year before, two thousand eight. You know what I'll say? I'll say Go Speed Racer Go. Yes, uh, Go Speed Racer Go into that trailer. Woo! 
what a transition. Your son seems to be interested in only one thing. All he talks about, all he seems capable of thinking about, is automobile racing. Racing's everything. For my family, it isn't just a sport. It's way more important than that. It's like a religion. Are you ready to become a real race car driver? Then sign that contract. He's just trying to scare you, son. What you do behind the wheel of a race car has nothing to do with business. You walk away from me, you walk away from this deal, no matter how well you drive, you won't win, you won't place. I guarantee you right now, you won't even finish the race. You think you can drive a car and change the world? It doesn't work like that. Maybe not. But it's the only thing I know how to do when I gotta do something. Move it, Speed. It's getting ugly out there. Wasn't my idea. Oh no. It was his. He's going to be very good. No, he's going to be the best if they don't destroy him first. Welcome back from the trailer. Um, so yeah, this is uh, from the year before, 2008, directed by the Wachowski Now Sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, brothers. Uh, now Sisters, yeah. Had, had one of them transitioned at the time? No, 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 no. You know how I know they had it? No. Because it said uh, by the Wachowski brothers. There you go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So um, now, wait, what did they do in the interim? Did they make a movie in the interim? They did not. Was... This was their follow-up to the Matrix films. It was their follow-up to the Matrix. So they made this. So, so this is Wachowski brothers, and then... Because I know, well, one transitioned, I forget which one, and then the other transitioned, they're both like, what are they, they're Laura and Lena? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. they got a thing like that, what's it called? But then they never made a movie where there was only, where one of them had transitioned and the other one had it, right? I can't, I can't remember if, maybe Cloud Atlas, but I can't remember. Okay. Because I was always curious. Yeah, yeah, because I'm always curious when it's like one of those things that's just like, yeah, just, we're the, we're, we're a dual team. Yeah. Don't individualize, you know what right. I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Like, 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 with chat, like, it's, it's literally directed by the Wachowski brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. But, anyway, continue. So anyway, yeah, like, you're, I think it's important to note that this was, um, their follow-up to The Matrix, because this is a, kind of like Avatar, definitely a situation where a, a filmmaker, or in this case, a pair of filmmakers were given just the opportunity to do whatever they wanted, mm-hmm. because they'd had such a huge hit, um, and they did whatever they wanted with this movie. Like, yep. this is, I think... <clears throat> too much. I... My take is that this movie veers wildly between being the best movie ever made and one that... I don't want to say the worst movie ever made, because I don't... No, it's not. No, absolutely. I actually... I actually, I think this movie definitely has issues, but I actually kind of loved this movie. Uh, I, 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 I loved this movie. I did, but what I was talking about was like going too far insofar as like... I think we talked about like Pandora looking like really, really... Um, like, you know, you're, you're like looking like, yeah, like a screensaver, but really beautiful all the yes. same. Like this, like there were sometimes when I was just like, 
fucking stop. Yes. So, like, yeah. so this is... Um, I was talking about, like, the uh, CGI <clears throat> technology. Yeah. yeah, so I do want to talk about this, because this is a, a much... I, the reason that we paired these two together is that Speed Racer was an earlier attempt to kind of do what Avatar was doing, not so much in the mocap stuff, but just in creating a fully digital environment and integrating people into them. Mm-hmm. Um, really pushing CGI as far as it could possibly go to nearly make an animated movie with people just kind of walking around in the middle of it, just almost like it. a reverse Roger Rabbit. Exactly. Um, yeah. Ooh, that's a good way of putting it, yeah. actually. Yeah. But uh, I think that, um, and what, the, and I think in a way, what they were doing was almost more ambitious than Avatar, mm-hmm. because whereas Avatar kind of feels like a product demo again, just to show you here's what this can do, and just sort of. We don't want to rock the boat too far. We want people to be comfortable with this. This is almost aggressively like, we want to immediately push this as far as it can possibly go yeah. and almost create a new type of movie making. Yeah. Like, it is almost impossible to describe how ambitious this movie is on every level because this this movie doesn't stop at, like, we're just going to, you know, we're going to create this digital world, but we want to tell, like, a more or less mainstream story within it. You know, it's going to be a fairly traditional narrative to the point of, like, it being pretty regularly accused of just borrowing another, yeah, yeah, like tropes and another like pre-existing storylines. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, literally everyone says dances with wolves in space or Pocahontas or, or Pocahontas. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but uh, with this, we we like, and and with Avatar, like, it's like uh, even when they're using like a digital camera, like there are places where the 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 whole like everything you're seeing is digital, so there's not a real camera; it's just a computer screen, but. Even in those instances, like, it takes care to, to seem like a, you know, like, the camera you would use in a traditional movie. Yeah. Like, there are even, like, little, like, docu-style zooms in the middle of, like, totally digital shots just to make it seem like you are in a real environment with a real camera. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here, I think what is so fascinating about this film and why I kind of love it is they're like, if the space is entirely digital, you can do whatever you want with the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, so just... Just to sort of give an example of like how bold they are in just their construction of the film, I want to just take like this is probably too early in this, but I just want to dive right in. Like, go, go, bro, go. There's a scene. So go, Rob <clears throat> Racer, go. Yeah. So basically, like the plot of this movie is just a speed racer. He's a racer. Did you ever watch the speed racer cartoon? Like here and there. Yeah. I actually watched a fair amount of it. Which yeah. Is insane. Yeah. 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 But it, it was kind of big when we were kids. There was yeah. just kind of this. It was you know. Uh, Japanese anime that was first like brought over in the 60s like it was an early anime yeah that was you know became like a you know, because like a Saturday morning cartoon in the 60s yeah there was a revival of it in the 90s when there was a sort of explosion in like cable programming and like everyone was just scrambling for what we need that's how we saw it yeah it was just Cartoon Network was like we we have so many yeah, hours yeah Cartoon Network exactly yeah. but they're yeah. like we have so many hours in the day to film we just yeah. need to like Find some shit already lying around and plug yeah. it in. Yeah, and I was a Cartoon Network kid. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you had like basically Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, and Nickelodeon if you had cable. Those were like the you, those were like the three like cable yeah. like yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, like I was a Cartoon Network kid. Yeah. Yeah. And so so anyway, like it Okay. because I'm sorry, I've always been curious, how the fuck have I seen Speed Racer so much? Uh it was I'm trying to figure that out. And uh, <laughs> Purely because of Cartoon Network's budgeting. And purely yeah. because I was the type of kid that was just like, I'm going to sit in front of the TV for three hours. I mean, so was I. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how yeah. I saw it, too. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, but, uh, hence why... And we turned out fine, yeah. anyway. <laughs> but, 
like because it was so like it had this resurgence in popularity in the 90s for that reason like around the same time it started being this this like effort to like turn it into a movie mm-hmm. that like took years to get off the ground like it there were several failed attempts like at one point Vince Vaughn was going to star in it like as Racer X okay um, i was yeah. going to say like as Speed Racer but like he was also like the like weirdly the driving creative force behind the reboot like or behind the film adaptation, like he had this whole take was like we're gonna make it very character driven. He's um, he's one of the biggest freaks in. He's Iowa. a weird guy. Just yeah. just so, what's it called? You know, like lifelong Republican too. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we we, we, we need to go. We gotta focus a little we bit. Need to but, go. but again, like so, the Wachowskis eventually, you know, they have like again, like after the Matrix, they have a blank check to do whatever they want. They, Is it Wachowski or Wachowski? I think it's Wachowski. Okay. Yeah, they decide, they decide they decide to spend it on this, which, like by two thousand eight, like the like the nos, the nostalgia resurgence was over. It's yeah, kind of, we were eighteen. It was kind of the worst time to make a speed racer movie. Like, yeah, I don't think I don't really think there's a moment where this becomes the blockbuster, at least Warner Brothers wanted it to be. Maybe like nineteen ninety nine. But you but also you couldn't have made it this it. way. Exactly. It would have been an entirely different movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it would have been it would have been just like <clears throat> PG Smokey and the Bandit or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it would have been just like one of those car driving movies. Yeah, yeah. This again is like an animated movie where they're that's like, gonna pick up. "That's definitely going to pick up." Um, <laughs> yeah, I can see the waveform. Um, <laughs> Rob, why'd you fart? <laughs> Shut up. But but their whole thing, much like Cameron, is like there's this you know there's I'm just we got to move on, man. I know, we have a I know, I know. I'm sorry. Is like we we have to like we have this this new digital technology. We want to see how far we can push it, and like their take is not is again like we want to we want to do everything with this that we possibly can. Yeah. So like, which means like doing insane things with the camera, with editing. Yeah. Like this movie, like just in terms of the way it is filmed, is and I don't mean in terms of effects. I mean the way the camera is set up, the way images on the screen are put together, the way it works with continuity. Is like entirely different than any other movie I have ever seen before or since. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's it. Yeah, no, no. It's it's it's. it's I, I I can't think of anything in terms of like the CGI and all of that. I, like, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the CGI, but but, but like, just like, I'm talking just like about the filming. Yeah, the way that they use CGI to liberate the camera exactly, itself, yeah. and, and the whole this seems like a project in like maximum cinema. Like, yeah. What is the most we can do now that we don't need to like we can put the camera everywhere anywhere and have anything on screen that we want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like let me just to illustrate, let me just describe this 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 one just this one shot that is like in and of itself a whole scene. Um, so <clears throat> again, just quick quick just basic plot info. Again, it's but a, a speed racer. He drives race cars. He gets noticed by this you know this he's an independent but like has this really good race. Gets noticed by this bigger company. Royalton Racing or something like that. You know, they want to sign him as to be one of their contractors. He is interested, but, you know, sort of likes his independence, ultimately refuses. At which point the CEO, you know, tells him, like, okay, look, pal, like, like, racing isn't what you think it is. It's all fixed. Like, this is all just one big capitalist grift. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you, you think that just because you're talented and you've got a lot of pluck, you can do whatever you want. And it's all about the purity of of the form and the sport and it's it's basically art like it's not this is all just about money and it's all fixed and you're just gonna have to accept the harsh reality of the of this world and if you if you don't you're gonna you're gonna be driven out of this sport like we will maybe kill you Mm -hmm. um so anyway there's this scene at the end of that sort of 
you know that that sort of central dressing down in this movie where the where the guy Royalton is telling Speed Racer, "Look, kid, this is the way it works." Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> as Royalton is uh, is is finishing up the speech, we have sort of a standard like profile shot on his face. You know, we're just we're look. It's a close up where we see him from the side. Um, so there's a lot of like empty space like in front of him or in the direction he's looking. What, in front of uh, Speed or... Uh, Royalton. Royalton. Ron Royalton. It's, a, again, a profile close-up of him. Um, and then, so as he's talking, the background starts to spin. His face doesn't, but just the background behind him starts to spin, becoming this, like, insane kaleidoscope as he's, like, as he's dressing Speed Racer down, letting him know what's what. As this kaleidoscope appears, Speed Racer's face appears opposite him, again, like a profile close-up, but, like, staring at him defiantly. Um, in racer gear, where again they, they've been having this conversation in their office. Yeah. All of a like so, Speed Racer is dressed like a human being in yeah. a suit or whatever. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's in racer gear. Again, now he and Royalton are are looking at each other opposite, both defiant, you know, in opposition. Um, background is a kaleidoscope. All of a sudden, Royalton he fades out. We're just on Speed Racer now, in his racer gear, focused, defiant. Background is a kaleidoscope. It begins to resolve into a new scene. We see that Speed Racer is now in his car um, going down a racetrack. Again, we're holding him in profile close-up, but the camera begins to move back. So we now see the whole scene in his race car. The car continues to pull back, showing not just the race car, but the whole track, which is this insane, like, hot wheels on LSD, loop-de-loop setup. Like, all of the race scenes are just insane in terms of the the actual tracks. So now we, we get a sense not just of him in his vehicle, but the whole setting. We get, and it goes out to an extreme wide shot of the of the whole track. Then it pulls back again so that you realize you've been looking at a TV screen showing the race as it's broadcast on a big blimp floating over this environment. So all of that is done in this one huge... Like, there's not a cut anywhere in there. We go from Royalton in the office to Speed Racer on the track to the whole track to a blimp. Yeah. It's an insane sequence all captured in one single image without a cut. Which is what I'm talking about when I talk about like this being like maximum cinema. What can we get out of an image? How much can we press together into a single frame? Like now that we're we've been completely liberated from like the typical demands of like you know we can put put the camera where we have a place to stand it. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, cut, action. Yeah, right. Need to move set. No, we're not. We're not doing filming at the track until the twenty fourth. Right. What's it called? We're doing. We're doing everything here at Royalton <clears throat> until the twenty second, and then we're having right. And then none of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just we can put everything in one image and have it just all cohere into one big sugar rush. It's again like, I think this movie is tough in a lot of ways, but I've never seen anything like that before. It's yeah. It's genuinely incredible. Yeah. No, yeah. I think my biggest problems with this movie are. Like, I think, and it's tough to do because, like, you're trying to, you're making a live action anime, which, Mm -hmm. like, historically does not fucking work. Which historically, like, fucks up over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, I can't, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert. Um, and I'm certainly, you know, I'm not a fucking, uh, Weebo or whatever the hell they call them. (laughs) Like, an anime guy. I've, I've dabbled in anime. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some animes that I've liked, um. But, like, from what I know, like, like they did, like, an Attack on Titan anime, and apparently it was fucking awful. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I mean, I mean, it, 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 it is tough to do. Yeah. Right? To, to do a live-action version of almost fucking anything. I mean, like, even, like, look, like, Aladdin. I mean, look, the live-action Aladdin, of course, 
was, I think, in the top 20 grossing films of all time. You know what I mean? It made a lot of money. It made a lot of money, yeah. Yeah, but no one liked it. Like, you know what I mean? Right? I mean, not, not compared to the old one. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, but, like, so basically it was just purely, like, in terms of, like, the color palette. It was just, like, I mean, I'm getting a headache. You know what I mean? Yeah, this this is, like, a super, like, it's, like, super sweet. It's Technicolor Pop Americana turned up to, like, the point of, like, it's like a sugar rush at all yeah, times. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. This is everything like being is bright colors yeah. and bright lights yeah. and to the point where it's almost like I, I love the look of this movie, but it is almost yeah. nauseating in terms yeah. of just like it, you feel like you were in a candy store all the time. Imagine being a grown ass man and eating pixie sticks. Yeah. Yes. Like it's that. Like it's like there is no like too much. I mean, there is a whole subplot in this movie where the speed racer's younger brother and his monkey friend. Oh, that was the other thing. Hated them. Yeah, it is tough. But like yeah. their whole subplot is just they want candy all the time. Yeah. There's like like there's a, a part in this movie where you're cutting between Royalton like giving this like capitalist treatise. In, like an incredible scene. Honestly. Yeah. 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 You're cutting between Royalton was great in this. Yeah, he's uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Is it Stephen Fry? No, it's not Stephen Fry. He's this uh let me look up the actor's name because he's great. He's also this guy who is like He's obviously, like, an English theater actor. Yeah, obviously, yeah. And he's, like, someone who won, like, a bunch of their equivalent of the Tonys. Um, yeah. But, like, wasn't in, like... He was in, like, one movie in the 80s, and then his his the next movie he was in was when he was, when he like, 55. Yeah. He just just acted in the theater. And not be, like, I just... Because that's... I guess that, that's what that, he preferred. Like, that's he put, one of the blessed things about England, is that I guess you can, like... They love going to... What I know about the English, they love going to the theater. I mean, there are people who are, like, pretty much just on Broadway, but... Yeah, okay, well, yeah, I don't know. Roger Allen. Yeah. He, he has a great voice, just this oh, this wonderful, silky baritone. The voice. perfect. Like, if you want someone to just dump, like, again, like, just, here is, like, just dump, again, like, this, like, um, not Machiavellian, um... No, I'm trying to... Uh, what's the word? Like... Like, this, like, Gordon Gecko, like treatise yeah. on you like yeah. he's the man you want to give it to oh yeah oh yeah. yeah now even even like the first scene he's in where he's just eating the pancakes and goddamn coming in his fucking pants because mm. of the goddamn because yeah, he, he, he shows up while they're eating a pancake breakfast and his first line is like pancakes are love yeah, yeah and I, I i cannot do it justice because yeah. no one has a voice like him it's incredible yeah. no he's great yeah no no but but i mean like yeah i mean like my only problems with the movie are like basically purely like cosmetic honestly but uh, but just go back to what i was saying like it it, like you are cutting between him giving his like this is the way the world works speech which is sort of the crux of the movie yeah and then like the younger brother and his monkey friend like go like in this weird like hijinks like we gotta get some candy like chase scene set to like free bird yeah it's like this the movie's tone is such that like it does do the anime thing where like every moment's emotion is like boiled down to just like just the one emotion which is then spiked up to 11 yeah exactly um which i think works for a lot but is like is kind of tough when you're cutting between the like here is here is the way the world works and like we're just having fun here. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I think it works better in anime mm-hmm. than it does in real life, mm-hmm. right? Because part of the thing about anime is that, like, yeah, like just like you can make, just like you can make, um, 
like kind of like whatever track you want, right? Because yeah, I remember. I mean, we grew up watching Speed Racer. The tracks in Speed Racer, yeah, they're crazy and everything like that. But you can also do that same thing with emotion, right? Yeah. And instead here, you can kind of approximate it with the CGI track, but it makes it look like 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 yeah, like you're like you're having like an acid trip in a candy store, mm-hmm. right? And then when you have human actors try to get anime level emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Royalton's able to do it. Because he's not really, I mean, yeah, he's like, you know, having like, you know, an emotion, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But, but ultimately, the crux of what he's saying is, yeah. is the line being delivered. Mm-hmm. Versus when you have this fucking kid who looks like the fat, who looks like a discount fat ginger from the fucking, um, what is it, from like the Sandlot. He reminded me of that yeah, Sandlot, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Smalls? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. No, not small. No, no, the one that says you're killing yeah, the small. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which no smoke to the kid, all right? I'm right. sorry, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that the issue with this movie is just that like turned up to eleven tone, because I think in most places it works. Like, honestly, I'm truly embarrassed to say this, but like, I kind of teared up a little bit at the end of this movie. We'll we'll get in. Look. I I almost kind of did too, but Carl was making fun of it too much, and I didn't want to. Yeah, be, yeah, but. But, um, but like the end is like, again, like it just really lays on everything as, as hard as it can. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just it, it, like just you're cutting between like, like speed, like almost, almost getting there. Like it's, he might do it. It seems like he's going to do it. And then you're cutting back to like the stands where like his family and they've all gone through so much together. And like, just again, like every, every emotion is just is again just like boiled down to its essence and turned all the way up so it is just such an overwhelming like emotional like symphony and then like when he crosses the finish line again and just one of those things i've never seen like the the checkered finish line like bends around the car in the screen and the whole screen becomes this like this tunnel of the checkered finish line it's just it's like orgasmic yeah. the way it is orchestrated it's yeah. like no. no, 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 no. It was, no. I mean, like, that's... It's just, they're, like, those places where it's dialed in, it works. It's just, I think the kid shit and the we love candy shit just doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, no, if you cut out, if you, that, like, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm talking about specifically, like, 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 you tell a child actor to do that, it's just going to end up looking like, I don't know, like the, like the... Like the fucking films like me and my like friends used to make like at that age. You yeah. know what I mean? Right? Right? Like 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 there's one child that has that level of emotional range and it is Haley Joe Osmond, and he is not in this movie. Because I think he This isn't the right those wouldn't be the right part for him. It's just it's just exactly. some annoying like kid shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then and that's the thing, and like and, and, and that's tough because in the original one, yeah, there was a monkey and there was like an annoying little brother, yeah. right? So, you know, I mean, trying to stay true to it. You don't have to make that straight of an adaptation. You don't have to include them that much in the movie. Yeah. You can have them have like a scene or two, right? But like, yeah, like, I mean, I mean honestly, honestly, this was a movie mm-hmm. that, this was a, this, uh, first off, John Goodman. You have a great cast for this movie. You, John Goodman I was trying to think of a movie I've seen. I know he's must have made bad movies. I was trying. He's to... been in bad movies. Yeah, but... but like every time I see John Goodman in a movie, I'm like, 
I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always happy with his performance. Yeah. I literally can't think of one performance of his that I've seen at least. Maybe the worst performance of his I've ever seen was him as Fred Flintstone in the Flintstones movie. <laughs> and you want to know what? Honestly, he's a pretty good Fred Flintstone. Yeah, that's you know? the right casting for that role. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Susan Sarandon, always a fucking treat. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that she's, a, that, she's a, that she's an absolute dime, right? Right? But I'm not one to comment on a woman's appearance. Where's it going? She's also a tremendous... Actress, you know, you know, actually, Sarandon's not her maiden name. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know who Sarandon is? Who's that? What's it called? It's Chris Sarandon. What's it called? Who was her first husband? I think her only husband, technically, because I don't think her and Tim Robbins were ever married. Yeah. Yeah. Her and Chris Sarandon were married in like the late sixties. What's it called? Do you know who Chris Sarandon is? It's on the tip of my tongue, but what's it called? Uh, he plays Prince Humperdinck in Princess Bride. That's it. Yeah. And is the voice, not the singing voice, but the regular voice for. Jack Skellington. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I mean, Christina Ricci, Christina Ricci, Christina Ricci, marry me. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think she was born to play those moments where it's just like, where she is just like the iconic, like, bubblegum girl. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I, mean, I don't know that that's a, that's a phrase I'm making up now, but you know but what just I mean? Like, I mean, when you, like, you cut to her looking ecstatic on the sidelines. Like, yeah, she gives you exactly what you need for that. Just like again, exactly, just that like orgasmic rush of emotion. Yes. No. See, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like, no. Like, don't do that. Like, because mm. obviously, yeah, you can do it well. Yeah. She does it well. Yeah, and I, I'm not like. I don't think this movie. I just hate the kid. And yeah, the monkey. I think that's that's that, not that's wrong. literally it. I hate the kid and the monkey, and there are sometimes when the CGI gave me a headache. Yeah, I, I think that like watching this next avatar like it's really clear that avatar is much better at like integrating humans into cgi environments yes like there are a lot of moments in this movie where like you see a person next to an all digital background like ooh, that's that is kind of rough yeah like i think this movie is really good when it is all practical when again it's just sort of writing that like technicolor pop americana yeah um yeah or when it's yeah there's a little bit of that too yeah 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 or when it's like all cgi yeah. And it, it is just that, like, Sugar Rush, LSD, Kaleidoscope stuff. Like, yeah. that all works really well, too. It's when yeah. you, the film doesn't marry them that well. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'll just, say, some of the CGI didn't age very well. Some yeah. of it looked kind of, like, video gamey. Yeah, but I but it is stylized enough. Like, they're not going for realism. And I'm yeah. like, that's fine. Like, yeah. I don't care so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. But... Also, also, it's from, like, 12 years ago. Like, like... Like, just the leaps and bounds CGI is coming. I mean, like, yeah, like, that's the thing. I'm sure yeah. if I saw this 12 years ago, I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I mean... This movie looked like it was a lot of fun to watch in the theater. Yeah. It's um, parts of the fucking kid. <laughs> I really... I feel bad. I really fucking hate it. That's that fine. Movie. He's an annoying kid. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? I hope he never worked again. <laughs> I don't know that it was his fault. But What's it I'm going to say it's his fault. But, but, anyway, um, but, like, when this movie works, again, I think it is just... It absolutely soars. Yeah. Um, now, like how just, much did this movie make? It did. It was a huge flop. It did not make back back its budget. Really? Yeah. yeah. So why do you think that was? I mean, it is just it didn't come at the wrong at the right time. Like yeah. no one was interested in a speed racer movie, and just it is so. Like it's not a smooth movie. Yeah. Like it is so aggressively like. Simultaneously, like strange and artificial like not i mean intentionally they knew what they were doing and i think succeeding but like that's just not everyone is interested in this kind of like camp basically yeah um and like simultaneously like aggressively earnest too like it's so like 
everything the Wachowskis have done post-Matrix feels so divorced from that movie's almost, like, robotic cool. That's, like, such a, like, a, like, such a restrained movie. Like, at least the original. Like, the, the, the latter two really go big on the, like, uh... Trinity and Neo together forever. There, you know, it kind of gets big on like cave raves and just the, I don't know. The once, once they go big on like the emotional stuff, it like starts to get a little more awkward. But like, yeah, the first movie is so like the emotions are so restrained and muted and it's so icy. You know, everything that Wachowskis that I have seen at least after that has been so big and earnest and like just heart on its sleeve, which is not always something that people are interested in. Um, and again, like is something that like, I am not always interested in either. Like the stuff in avatar that worked the least for mm -hmm. me was the, like the really earnest stuff. And yeah. I think in large part, because avatar feels like avatar feels like the, the ultimate expression of like assembly line production like it is the most beautiful machine ever created yeah whereas this feels like someone blowing up the machine and making whatever they want out of the scrap yeah exactly um, yeah like it's it's really interesting that both of these movies that are like so technological and so expensive and like such like exemplars in different ways of like big budget mainstream filmmaking are both also kind of like capitalism is evil yeah yeah right and but i think this this movie i just for whatever reason its critique works more for me mm -hmm. and just in like that it's you know because it, it's it's a movie almost explicitly almost about its creation mm -hmm. just in terms of like we because like you know, they lay it out very clearly that, like, racing is just a metaphor for art. Yeah. Like, there's a whole Susan Sarandon speech where she's like, no, what you're actually doing here is art, my, my son Speed, in case the audience didn't get the themes of this movie. Oh. Um, yeah. But, would, you, would you believe I didn't get the themes of this movie? <laughs> but, I didn't pick up on that? But it's, it's a movie about someone trying to make art under capitalism. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, the capitalist force is saying, you can't do that. It needs to be this way. And I'm saying, yeah. no, I want to do it on my own, my own way. And this movie feels like someone, yeah. you know, getting... Then, yeah, the capitalist force is being like, being like, you can do art, but you have to come work for me, and you got to do art my way, and you got to... Mm -hmm. It has to conform to these very specific parameters. Yeah. And then if you're like, well, I don't want to be tied down by that, it's like, okay, well, then guess what? You're not going to do art. Yeah. Yeah. The conversation I've had to have with so many people who are just like, I want to do art, and I'm like... Bro, you need to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And where Avatar kind of feels like it says similar things, not explicitly about like making art under cap, but you know, about yeah. trying to experience beauty under capitalism. Avatar's whole message is that everyone should ever. Can you imagine if we got the whole world to smoke weed, man? Kind of, yeah. But it, it does yeah. also feel like it's kind of talking out of both sides of its mouth, where it's like capitalism is evil, but also we really want to make a billion dollars. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This movie really feels like we fucking got away with something here. Yeah. Like, we really believed in specifically our vision and refused to compromise it at all. And, you know, kind of blew up our careers because of it. But isn't it beautiful that we got to do it? Did they blow up their careers because of it? Yeah. I mean, after this, again, they make Cloud Atlas. But that was not a studio movie that was, like, cobbled together out of, like like, a hundred different sources of weird independent financing and also yeah. didn't really make any money. Yeah. And then Jupiter Ascending, and then they made, like, a Netflix show after that. Like, their career has been, like, 
in decline. Like yeah. I, I am an apologist for them. I haven't seen Jupiter Ascending or their their Netflix show, but like I've seen both of those. <laughs> but like Cloud Atlas, despite again being in a lot of ways a deeply embarrassing movie, like I kind of love. Yeah. And I feel the same way about this movie. Like I get it if you don't like this, but I, I am. I kind of think this is a beautiful, brilliant movie that is just so ambitious and its reach sometimes exceeds its grasp, but when it doesn't, it is just so thrilling to see. Oh, yeah, no, no. Isn't it incredible that this exists? Oh, no, yeah, bro, no. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, I have problems with this movie, all right? But but, but, but let me tell you three things. First off, John Goodman. Second off, Susan Sarandon. Third off, Christina Ricci. Bro, this is always going to get a recommend from me. Is this my favorite movie? Am I going to watch this again next week? Like Mm. I did with, like, for instance, like, A Field in England, which I watched, like, (laughs) which I watched, like, twice in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was, like, oh, my fucking God. Like, I need to watch that again. Like, I loved A Field in England. Yeah. This movie, it was fine. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at the end of it. Carl hated it. But, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Carl didn't like it, but yeah, no. What's it called? Ugh. There. I'm, but I mean, so like Carl doesn't have this podcast. Yeah. So like there are. I don't think we're gonna go by go through this like scene by scene or anything, but I just don't know that we have time. Yeah. But like there are, there are there are moments again that like are just so painful. Like the, for, I don't know why there are ninjas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the main one I was thinking. I I I I love John Goodman, but I am so sad that he had to utter the line more like a nanja. I awful, terrible, yeah, terrible movie. No, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, like the cart. See, because that's that's what's so hard. I think about like a live action movie um, that is an adaptation of like a cartoon property. Is that like? Is that like? Like, like, because I was thinking about this, right? Because I was thinking about the Uncanny Valley and Avatar, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, right, when you called it, like, Reverse Roger Rabbit, I was thinking of, well, like, there there are, like, human cartoons in Roger Rabbit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I mean, the most famous one, uh, what's it called? The one that made all of the Gen Xers, uh, uh, in, that turned them all into wolves with uh, their tongues falling out of their guts. Lullabunny. No, that was, <laughs> Bunny was ours. Yeah, I know. I'm making, well, yeah, I'm making yeah, that joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but, uh. Jarhead Clan. Yeah, jar Jarhead. It's Bring up the cube! Jarhead <laughs> Clan's gonna be the new Bring Up the Cube. Yeah. I'm gonna say it right now. But no, but um, fucking um, Jessica Rabbit, right? Yeah. Right, right, and I was just kind of like, why didn't she, like, she just made everyone horny. Like, no mm-hmm. one was like, 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 you know, can't even like, didn't, right? And I was like, oh yeah, because in the movie, she's a cartoon. Yeah. Right? She's not supposed to be human. She's very clearly artificial. Exactly, yeah. And that's the thing, and that's the thing here is that like, is that like, like there are certain things that just work that cartoons can just do and that mm. we can just accept and like at a certain point like yeah like I don't when you know. have a scene where like a ninja's like pants fall down to show off his like heart boxers like doesn't really work in a live action film I, at least one like this like the the tone in this movie is really schizophrenic yes yeah, yeah. No, I was having a good time imagining someone wa- like while I was watching that scene I was trying to imagine someone watching this scene and having a good time mm-hmm. because I was not having a good time I was just like this is stupid yeah. right just that one scene right yeah. right right but I was having a I was trying to, I was having a I was having a smile imagining someone watching that scene and just having a heart attack of laughter yeah you know what I mean but then there there are these sequences that are just again just so thrilling not even just in terms of like just in terms of the filmmaking. Yeah. Like, just like the like the whole opening of the movie is like this extended like 20 minute montage where yeah. 
it's like it's, it's like i think you start with like speed racer in like the locker room about to start a race and it's almost like the like the walk hard thing where like speed racer's got to think about his whole life exactly. before he gets in a race car exactly exactly <laughs> so you're cutting between like his childhood and his older brother who is a racer who like left home and you're also seeing him like in the race like racing against like the ghost of his brother mm-hmm. trying to like beat his like world record and it's just this like you have like three or four different planes of like action both like physically and like temporally they're all you're cutting between all of them all at the same time Mm -hmm. and just every like it's just it's so maximalist and like it's just it's again it's like watching someone like just race down a balance beam like they should fall but just the fact they're not and they're just they're they're pulling it off is just and just it's so complex and so fleet and so just balletic Mm-hmm. That just it's it's beautiful. Like mm-hmm. no, you also have a young Ariel Winter, and then it, you, know, you do. You do. Was you it, have... Who is who is who is to my great dismay severely cleaned up her Instagram. What's it called? Oh, I don't. I didn't know who that was. I just agreed. What's but, it you well, you don't know who that is. She, I, I, Modern not, Family. Yeah. Now I know you've talked to me about how you like the modern family girls thirst traps was it yeah well she took a bunch of them down and it was very sad okay well, she she's a, a child in this movie so I feel well, like, well yeah no well yeah but she wasn't a child when she took those thirst traps anyway what's it called <laughs> point is you get get uh, one of the guys from uh get street from friday night lights yep play, yep play yep. his older brother yep who then miraculously transforms into jack from lost yep. later yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl kept being like, "How many people from Lost are in this movie?" <laughs> and I was just like, "I guess a lot. I don't know, but no, but um, but <laughs> mail bomb." Where his dad just gets yeah. a mail bomb? Yeah. yeah, that that's one of those like that's one of those cartoon sequences where like he like builds a whole contraption to like make the bomb like drive away, like when yeah. you could just throw it. Like, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, just throw it. Yeah. What are you doing? But. It's like one of those cartoon gags that doesn't totally translate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's but it's in this like this like symphony of like an extended montage that is just so thrilling. Like you, you almost just blow past it. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a good time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, like he's like the acting like is. Mm-hmm is is weird because it again it's like that like almost like stilted like overblown anime stuff but like it works um like i think the the cast in general is really dialed into this tone of this movie and like just to go back to goodman like i don't even want to talk about his acting because it's good like really want to dial this like when he's like he plays like the dad who's also a mechanic mm-hmm. like when he's in the shop he's got like a he's got a mustache too mm-hmm. he's a big fat guy with a mustache who when he's in the shop is wearing a red shirt and overalls like Incredible. it's impossible to like not get that he's just mario exactly <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's absolutely i mean it, he literally red shirt and overalls like yeah. like and red shirt overalls mustache, mustache fat. fat yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah he's just smart i mean and and god damn it but it works like all the all the stylization everything everything that wasn't cgi except for the monkey and the kid i loved in this movie yeah which i will say right and i think you're right like yeah like the camera work like all that stuff i mean like the thing look i think this movie's a solid like six or seven out of ten Actually, I would say 7 out of 10, honestly. Like, this movie is a solid movie. It's honestly kind of... I mean, I get why it wasn't a huge blockbuster. Yeah. And, yes, it. this movie looked like it took a lot of money to make. Yeah. So, oh, so... 
I, w- I would say that it veers wildly between a 4 out of 10 and a 1 million out of 10. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, this movie deserved better. Yeah. Christina Ricci, Susan Sarandon, uh, 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 Zoe Saldana. She's not in this movie. Well, yeah, no, 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 I'm saying three people that deserve better. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Leave Susan Sarandon alone, people. <laughs> I love yeah. Susan Sarandon. I will forever defend Susan Sarandon. Yeah, so, do we have anything more to say about this movie? Nah, I'm tapped. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty tired, too. Oh, God. More just, like, and you have to go to work after this. I do. What time is it? It's uh, 4.45. I'm about to make the most chaotic dinner you've ever seen. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, 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 this movie deserves more. I would like to talk about it for five hours. Yeah. But I feel like we've gotten most of the, the really important stuff. Do you want to watch this movie again sometime? At some point, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I can just be like, Christina Ricci had died, and you can be like, Matt, stop it. Yes. All right, so. Christina Ricci, call me. My number is uh, 443. Never mind. Anyway. All right, so I'm going to try and quickly run through what I have watched, which isn't much. Um, This is probably only six movies or some (laughs) shit. So, um, one, I'm not going to talk about it all because you're definitely going to get assigned it at some point. That's just the Netflix documentary, Dick Johnson is Dead. Just real good. You're just... Is that a real man's name? Dick Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, he's twice named after a penis. Right, that but, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last time you heard someone call a penis a Johnson. It's just Big Lebowski, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. If you would cut off your Johnson. I'm, I'm going to start calling my, my dick my Johnson. Yeah. But anyway, look forward to that around January, probably. Okay. Uh, and then uh, The Nest, um, which is also came out... These are both... Those are both from this year. Um, the Nest is this neat little like uh, kind of character drama from with uh, Jude Law and Carrie Coon. You love Jude Law. Uh, Jude Law is great. Carrie Coon is also great. You don't know who that is. She's a. Are you. I feel. I mean, she's. I feel like she might be posed for more of a breakout. She's real good in this movie. Um, but Carrie Coon. Is yeah. K e r r y k u h n. Nope, you got all that wrong. C a r r i e c o o n. Um, what? She was in. Uh, she was in one season of Fargo. Um, what else was she in? She's married to Tracy Letts. Um, it's not the most important thing about her, obviously. Oh, uh, she was in The Leftover for years. Uh, she sort of had a supporting role in Gone Girl and Widows. Oh, but... it's like that lady. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't recognize her. Uh, let's go. <laughs> She's but, cute though. Uh, not the most important thing about her. <laughs> but she's she's really good in this movie. She plays uh, Jude Law's wife, and Jude Law is this like uh, um, it's set in the eighties, and he's a like a stock finance guy. What accent is he doing? He's English. He plays an English guy. Thank God. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's he's like a he grew up poor, but his like he's now a finance guy who's like living well beyond his means. Like he makes a lot of money, but is so like desperate to overcome like overcompensate for having grown up poor that he like still manages to spend more than he can he's taking in it's which like, is insane someone that knows people that, that 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 knew people coming out of school that worked in finance and then found out how much money they made yeah. and then screamed just so loud that i woke up my children yeah right what's it called that's an insane hill to climb yeah no and he's he, the great thing about his character is he like 
he believes that he is Gordon Gecko. Like, mm-hmm. he believes that he is a mastermind mm-hmm. who's, like, set to conquer the world, but, like, kind of sucks at his job. Yeah. Like, the, the best idea he has throughout the whole movie is one he steals from someone else. <laughs> hey, counts. Yeah. So, like, it, it is a movie about a man, like, ruining his family's life and Carrie Coon, who plays the wife, like, trying to keep their head above water. Mm-hmm. If, if you wanted to, if you wanted to be mean, which I, this isn't, I don't think this is correct. I actually really like this movie, but if you wanted to be mean, you could call it uncut gems, but boring because it, de- it definitely is more of like a, uh, like a slow paced movie. It's not. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. But like has kind of a similar setup about a man who just cannot help himself. Yeah. Like, the family he is destroying. Yeah. Um, you ever meet someone? I, I, I remember seeing someone one time say that uncut gems was a bad movie and I instantly wanted to find out their address. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I don't know. I had a memory flash of that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck you, you're wrong. Anyway. I mean, it's a, it's a tough movie. I can understand someone not enjoying it. But No, no, no. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm an uncut gens Wahhabist. I, lo- I love that movie, but yeah. yeah. It's okay to not yeah. like a movie. It's a club. No, not one that I like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the, the last one, this is it. Um, <laughs> what? Three movies. That's... Oh, my God. Again, Are you like, depressed? No, if you were depressed, it'd be way more. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Again, that's kind of regular for me. Okay. But, but you're kind of regular anyway. Yeah, I am. I'm the most regular man alive. Um, that's right. But last one, just sort of continuing the Nolan rewatch, uh, is Interstellar, which um, is a fundamentally really stupid movie that I actually really dug this time around. Like, the first time I saw it, I could not get past how stupid it is. Um, like, it... It is a movie that thinks it is really smart, but is not. Like, there's there's still, like, this this monologue Anne Hathaway has about how, like... Ooh, love me Anne Hathaway. Actually, I think she's... Uh, like, it's she gets dunked on a lot. Just Why? For, I, I don't get it. She's actually... She's a very good actress. Like, yeah, I, she's she, a good actress. Again, she just has... She has, like, very earnest theater kid energy. Which, yes, exactly. Yeah, but she's she very, sang on the back of the bus. Absolutely. Oh, yes. But she's very good at her job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she, she is saddled with this just... Just insufferable montage, or not montage, monologue about how, you know, maybe love is like a, a, like a universal force the same way like gravity is that can be represented through physics. And you're just like, oh my God, shut the the fuck fuck up. But like on the whole, like despite again, just being a very stupid movie, like still hit just I had, knowing that going into it, I could focus on what I liked about this movie, which mm-hmm. was so much. Okay. I actually, lo- I actually really love this movie this time. Like, okay. again, is set like, is set in a like a dystopian future that is like where, like where the world is dying because of an ecological catastrophe. Which you're mm-hmm. always going to push my buttons with that. Yeah, you yeah. love that. Yeah. you love that, and telling me I'm gonna die in a nuclear yeah. holocaust. Especially because it's like. It's not like the apocalypse. It's just like stuff keeps getting worse. Yeah. Which like, is how it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Just like society continues to function. Just it sucks more and more each year. Exactly. And like eventually, yeah, like it's going to end really poorly, but we're not there yet and it's going to take a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's not the day after tomorrow, folks. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. It's going to suck for a while. It's going to keep getting worse. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you got me there. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, honestly, like, like this has been happening more and more. Like, I've always been like a very emotionally repressed person who never like you. I know it's hard to believe, but uh, I just don't cry. It was like this. This movie also made me tear up, despite again being a very stupid movie. But like, when Matthew McConaughey reunites with his daughter, who's now like fifty years older than him, like it got me. Yeah, it got me. 
Oh Fuck yeah. You. Anything with kids. Anything with yeah. kids would probably get me. But I remember watching this movie with my with 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 uh, with my kid's mother, and and realizing that uh, this that that was one of the precursors. I was like, oh, this might not work out. Is 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 because she loved this movie, and I was like, this sucks. And then she was like, what's your fucking problem? What's it called? Yeah. But yeah, who knows? What's it called? Who knows? Maybe I'll rewatch. I'm not gonna rewatch it. It's like three hours, isn't it? It's long. I'm not watching that. Yeah, but again, time like, for that. I I feel like it justifies its length pretty well. Like all of the set pieces are really great. Like, dude, fucking Water Mountain Planet. Yeah. Great set piece. Love that. Evil Matt Damon. I also love. Like again, casting Matt Damon as someone who looks like a Boy Scout but is secretly a sociopath is the correct use for him. Like, he's great in, in everything. I love yeah, him. But, like, that's... I, th- I believe that is the role he was born to play. See, yeah. the talented Mr. Ripley, the informant, this. Yeah. Even, he, even the Bourne movies. Mm, yeah. The Departed. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is the bad guy because he's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Oh, wait, no. No, he's the... He's the mole, right? I mean, he's still a cop. Yeah. The most convoluted... The most convoluted criminal plan. Listen, kid. What's it called? You're gonna be... You're gonna be working for me, but you're gonna become a cop. So I don't, that I I don't think smi- that that's that complicated. <laughs> the idea there's that- literally one step is you join the police. Yeah, why? Why don't why don't criminals do that more often? Maybe they do, Matt. <sighs> Bomb. <laughs> Insert Inception noise. <laughs> Was that Damon in Inception? No, he wasn't. But right. I don't think anyway. Who's no. in Inception? Oh, it's Leo DiCaprio. I always get yeah. confused. Leonardo DiCaprio playing Christopher Nolan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he looks so... He's so clearly styled to be Christopher Nolan in that movie. He really yeah. is. He really is. It's no. so cool. Christopher Nolan's so cool. He's so stupid. <laughs> he's so hot. <laughs> I want to hug and kiss Christopher Nolan. <laughs> hug and kiss Christopher Nolan and then spit in his mouth. Okay, that's... All right, that's too much. That's a good What? No, I spit in his mouth. <laughs> okay, I don't care. Oh my god. Uh, All right. What Tulsi, I, call me. Um, have you watched anything? I did, but I forgot what I watched. <laughs> I watched the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. I don't know if I ever saw that one, actually. Yeah, that's the thing. My dad was like, I don't think we ever saw this one. I was like, what are you talking about? Of course you did. And I watched it, and I was like, yeah, you were right. We never saw that one. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? Yeah, no, I uh, watched that. It's fine. What's it called? Peanuts is pretty funny. It's not, but it's all right. It's good for kids. It's funny by kids' standards. I mean, my impression, everything I remember about it was not how funny it was, but how sad it was. Like, oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of why I love the, like, Charlie Brown Christmas, because it's so sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's also just like, I mean, Charles Schultz is a man that needed to drink a glass of water. But, <laughs> no, but, uh, let's see. But, uh, no, I watched some fucking kids movie. I don't know. What's it called? Watch Brave the other week. That's how fun. was that? That's one of the Pixar's I haven't seen. That was fine. It's yeah, stupid. That was kind of what it's I like, heard from everyone. Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's like a six, yeah. five or six out of ten. I think but, that was kind of the dividing, like, that movie was kind of around the dividing line where it went from, like, every movie they make is just the best animated movie ever made. Like, uh, they're usually fine. Eh, hit or miss. Yeah. yeah. Which I think that was right, away, right around when they were bought out by Disney. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Probably, not, certainly not a coincidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone thinks Disney's, like, universally great, and it's like... Listen, Disney Plus has told us one thing. That's some real stinkers on there, too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's not, not everything is great. I remember I started, was like, I started rewatching like, nostal- like shows I was nostalgic for as a kid. Mm-hmm. Literally half of them, and I was just like, this sucks ass. <laughs> this is so fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know, man. I'd probably watch something else, but who cares? Okay. Cool. 
Well, all right. So next week we are continuing with our blockbuster extravaganza where we are going to be taking a look at two superhero films, starting off with Ooh. the movie that ended up dethroning Avatar for the title of highest grossing movie ever made, which is Avengers Endgame. Um, and then we're going to be following that up with one of the many failed attempts to launch a competitor cinematic universe to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that is Sony's Fantastic Four from like 2014 or something. I don't remember exactly when, but the the Josh Trank one with like Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan. Yep. So. Yep. And Kate Mara, I think, and someone else. Um, Man, Kate Mara. No one in the world looks like Kate Mara, but Kate Mara. What about Rooney Mara? Who's that? The other Mara sister. They look pretty similar. There are two Maras. They look a lot alike. There are two of them? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, there's the one from the girl with the dragon tattoo and the one from... Wait, they're sisters? Yeah. Okay, well, okay. Well, oh. No, okay, well. All right. Fair. <laughs> Jarhead clan. Jarhead clan. I am a member of the Jarhead I'm going to start telling people I was a Marine. Did you get in trouble for stolen valor? No, not at all. No one, no one ever takes issue with that. That's that's what it's so famous for, being the one thing no one cares about. That would be the best thing, and I think I'm going to do, is I'm going to steal valor, and then... Because you know, all those guys, they get across some other they're all just like... They all panic, and because they all actually want to like steal valor, and they all kind of feel ashamed about doing it. You mm. know what I mean, right? Like, 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 so they kind of feel like, oh, no, right, right. I think the Reds are gone. I think I saw one stolen dollar video one time. The guy was just like, "No, I was in the Marines." Matt, 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 ask me, ask me what unit I was with. What unit were you with? The Jarhead <laughs> Clan. <laughs> what unit were you with? I was with Jarhead Clan. That's not a unit. Yeah, it is. Just do, just doing that because all that will happen is you'll just make a, a, a former Marine so mad. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure there are no consequences to that. No, not at all. What? What's he gonna do? Shoot me? He doesn't have a gun anymore. <laughs> Dude, no one, no one loves owning weapons more than ex-marines. Listen. Oh just... no, I'm sorry. As the opening narration of this movie tells us, there's no such thing as an ex-marine. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No. No. By this right. movie, you mean Avatar, not any of the many other movies we have discussed. That's why I was literally saying former marine, because every marine I've ever known has been like once a marine, always a marine, and it's kind of like, no, you retired. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> Don't you remember? I'm going I'm to start saying that about the jobs I've had. Once a receptionist, always a receptionist. <laughs> Once a retail clerk, always a retail clerk. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Once well, a junk man, always a junk man. I am a junk yeah, man. That's, yeah, that's the one that's true for you. You were, you were always a junk man. I, I really, Spiritually, you were born a junk like, man. Look you at, will return to the grave a drunk man. Look, look at me right. Look at me you right now. You return to Awa a junk man. I, look, look at me right now and tell me I shouldn't be driving some shitty box truck and throwing scrap in the back. Yeah, you should have one eight hundred got junk tattooed on your forehead. <laughs> I, I have the hat somewhere. I believe it. Hey, you're a man who loves hats. I I could not throw it. I got rid of all my one eight hundred got junk stuff, which I kind of regret now because I wish I like. At least got the fucking sweater. But, yeah, I couldn't get rid of the hat. <clears throat> All right, so that's our show for this week. Join us next week for the Jarhead Head Clan. Clan. I'm we sorry are the Jarhead Clan. Avengers Endgame and the Fantastic Four. That is the Jarhead Clan. Goodbye. Love and you. You Stay can't back. talk over me <laughs> saying what? what the movies are. What? I didn't. I waited for you, you to did. stop. You did not. Goodbye. I love you. <laughs> okay. Avengers Endgame and the Fantastic Goodbye, <laughs> The Fantastic Four
Well, if we're going to vote, there's something you should know. Rand, he has a right to know. That has nothing to do with it. What does? She's in love with Wolf Edmonds. Is that true? Yes. And that makes me want to follow my heart. But maybe we've spent too long trying to figure all this out with theory. You're a scientist, Brand. So listen to me. When I say that love isn't something we invented, it's observable, powerful. It has to mean something. Love has meaning, yes. Social utility, social bonding, child rearing. We love people who have died. Where's the social utility in that? None. Maybe it means something more, something we can't yet understand. Maybe it's some evidence, some artifact of a higher dimension that we can't consciously perceive. I'm drawn across the universe to someone I haven't seen in a decade who I know is probably dead. Love is the one thing we're capable of perceiving that transcends dimensions of time and space. Maybe we should trust that, even if we can't understand it yet.